Hello and welcome to Paige and Sam Plan a Wedding. I'm Paige. And I'm Sam. And we're married! married. <laughs> it has been a long time. Very. It has literally been over a year since we've been here. Sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> as you could imagine, the last several weeks leading up to the wedding got real busy. And then after the wedding... It, Pandemic. Yeah. The world literally just turned upside down. So... This was kind of the last thing on our mind at that point, and a lot of other stuff happened. But we're a year out from the actual wedding day. Yeah, tomorrow. The, yeah, as we're recording. Yeah, we're recording on Valentine's Day. And I, it's worth revisiting. We were planning on doing an anniversary show anyway, but this is this will be a nice way to cover everything that went into the wedding day itself and then reflect on the last year, the first year of us being married. So spoiler alert, it's working out okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep, we're still together. Even after being locked down and in quarantine together, we're not annoyed with each other. I know. I think it helps that, you know, we just spend a lot of time at home together in general. So Yeah. So this was kind of not much of a change of of routine. No, it's just, you know, bit, missing though. friends and going places and yeah, eating at restaurants and Yeah. That stuff that everybody else is going through. Yeah. But let's go back. Let's go back to the before time. <laughs> before everything was crazy. Before we were wearing bits of cloth over our faces. Before we were getting angry at our relatives and people at the store for not being as careful as we are. Let's go back to early 2020 and late 2019. What a magical time. Such a magical time. So last time we checked in, um, talking about our process, we were, I think the last update episode we gave was six months out. Yeah. Then we, we did had a, a few interviews after that with couples, but that was the real last, hey, this is what we're actually doing for yeah. the wedding. And we touched on some of the updates when we were interviewing couples, but nothing really comprehensive. So um, let's pick it up from there and yeah. just kind of quickly brush through. Yep. Yeah. So... I mean, when it comes to narrowing down the last few things over the last couple of weeks or months before the wedding, um, let me back up, actually, because, you know, I think when you get engaged, there are a few things that you do right away, like book the venue, get your photographer, like nail down those like you know, hardcore vendors that you're going to need to book before they get, you know, picked up by other people. And then you kind of have a lag time for a few months, depending on when you're getting married. And then yeah. everything kind of rushes up at the end, you know? Yeah. It was both a blessing and a curse that we started planning everything so early because we got a lot done early on and then we felt like we were ahead of the of schedule. So yeah. we just kind of, I mean, I felt kind of relaxed. And then when it starts getting closer, you start realizing, Oh, there are all these little details we got to take care of. Uh, now we're behind schedule. Shoot. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if we were ever behind schedule. And I think during the lag time, there was still points where I was like, oh, hey, our West Elm is turning into a pottery barn and they're having like an 85% off sale. I'm going to go look and see if I see anything. Oh my gosh, look at these like glass and gold lanterns. Those would be great for centerpieces. And I'm going to buy those because they're right in front of me, you know? Um, but that was just little stuff, not stressful. Um, I think, you know, considering we were both and me specifically, if I can toot my own horn, we're pretty prepared. <laughs> yeah. You were very prepared. Yeah. Yeah. And I was never stressed out that like, oh my God, you know, I don't think my dress is going to get here on time. I'm not going to be able to alter it or, oh no, we can't get this venue because somebody else already booked it or that kind of stuff. You know, I felt like we were very on top of it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So with that said, um, 
once we finally realized, oh, it's crunch time, that was maybe what a month ahead of the of the wedding. Two maybe. months. Like, that maybe that was when I had like a to do list that's very long, but with very nitpicky stuff. Like, I'm I'm gonna bring this up later, but like buy gift wrapping stuff for gifts, <laughs> you know, yeah. and that little stuff that maybe you don't have on you at home that you'll need to obviously wrap gifts. <laughs> yeah. The little things you need to accomplish the bigger checklist items. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Would you say it was after the holidays we started thinking, oh, we should probably start really putting pedal to the metal here? Yeah, because um, actually the last couple that we interviewed was Grace and Kevin, Sam's younger sister, and now brother-in-law. Yeah. <laughs> I guess both of ours now. And um, I just remember talking to them or um, at their wedding to everybody else because, you know, you're obviously getting married a few months after them and they haven't seen you in a while. And they're like, Hey, how's wedding stuff? Like, you know, that's the one thing that you're talking to everyone that you see about. (laughs) And you're like, well, yeah, this, this, and this. And you have the same little spiel after everything. Um, I don't really know where I was going with that, but (laughs) I don't either. (laughs) Well, let's talk about the, um, Starting to get some of those big or and small checklist items yeah. taken care of. So I know that one of the big ones that I think we could have done earlier was DJ stuff. Yeah. Yeah. The way our DJ has it set up, and I think we touched on this in a previous episode, but it's been a while. So the way they do it is um, you book them ahead of time. They're great people. They give you a website that they use where you can literally look through their catalog of songs and put things in categories. You can say, definitely play this at um at the reception definitely play this during cocktail hour this is the no fly list if anybody requests this song this is like we veto that under no circumstances will you play this song and then there was another category for like if there's time you know move to these yeah and they also had very specific songs for specific moments that you need music for not just first dances but when Sam is walking down the aisle, when my ladies are walking down the aisle, when I'm walking down the aisle, when we're signing our marriage certificate, when we're exiting, you know, all those little things that you definitely want to have special songs for, but you're like, what is that special song going to be? You know? And that's something I hadn't really given a lot of thought to because I didn't realize how many musical cues we'd need. Definitely. It's like you said, for every part of the ceremony. Yeah. Because you don't want that dead air. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, at least the way our ceremony was set up, there were parts that needed some musical background yeah yeah for sure yeah rather than doing like some sort of like unity ceremony or like sand or like a reading or lighting whatever. candles yeah or... we just we signed our marriage license yeah and we had a song to that the song was oh shoot yeah it was a good one uh, baby. yeah oh baby other side i think yes sung by a man and a woman i don't know their name yeah we can plug that in later maybe yeah. Well, one part, speaking of music, that I remember was giving us a little stress was finding the song that everybody would process out to mm-hmm. because we knew your song Yeah, early I, on. Yeah, I knew that I wanted to do Reflecting Light, but I didn't want to have vocals to it. And for everybody who's not a Gilmore Girls fan, Reflecting Light is when Luke and Lorelai dance and then later in the re- revival, spoiler alert, when they get married. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a very touching song, but the, that song was written specifically for... For the show or was it a song no before? i think it was a sam phillips song and okay. she just let the show use it and it 
just be kind of came a thing okay. when you're talking about Luke and Lorelai. Yeah. But the version you got, there's yeah. an interesting story there. Yeah. So I knew that I didn't want vocals and that's all I could find. And so um, I am a big fan of the podcast called Gilmore Guys. That's how I met one of my best friends, Brianne, and several other, we call them Gillies. Um, also, anyways. quick shout out to the hosts, Kevin and Demi. They yeah. um Terrific podcasters. They're still doing podcasts even today. They're professionals. For sure. If and, you and if you like Gilmore Girl or Gilmore Girls, you should listen to Gilmore Guys. It's hilarious to go episode by episode. Anyways, um, so I I was pretty sure that one of the hosts, Kevin, had a version without lyrics that they played during the show or something like that. I thought I remembered hearing it. So I reached out to him and I was like, Hey, can I has it? <laughs> because you casually are friends with these very prominent podcast hosts. Uh, acquaintances. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> they you... paid me to do graphic design work. Yeah. But... You were a colleague of theirs. Technically. Uh, technically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd say that's a reach, but thank you. <laughs> um, anyways. Yeah. They're way too cool for me. Anyways, what I'm trying to say is um, Kevin, Kevin, reached back out to me really super nice. And he was like, Hey, I don't have that, but I do have a recording of a quartet doing strings for reflecting light that we never actually used. That was recorded by Rose Abdu, AKA gypsy, her husband in real life. So (laughs) he was like, Hey, I'll, I'll go ahead and pass it to you. If you use it great. If not, I'm sorry, (laughs) you know? And, um, I played it and I cried at my desk. (laughs) It is a beautiful string quartet version of that song, which even though our wedding was very modern and kind of like breaking some norms in some ways, like that was one thing that kind of felt right Yeah, was to have that sort of classical string ambience at the very beginning of the ceremony to set the mood. And that, you know, first of all, that song so important to you and a lot of people out there, but the fact that you got a version of that song that was never really published, Mm-mm. like we were, it, it was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. So with that said, um, I knew whatever song, because this was assigned to me because this was m- more of my thing, the song that everyone else would come out to before Paige comes, I knew thematically it should try to match that a little bit. So it's not going from one genre shifting completely to another. And then like the mood is just like, whoa, what am I supposed to feel right now? <laughs> at least from the audience perspective is how I'm thinking about it. So we were going through Spotify one night on our bed and it was so hard. It was. And it was getting kind of stressful and I was throwing out some things out there that just didn't quite feel right. And same here. Like I was throwing stuff out to you and you're like, I don't think that works. I was like, yeah, you're right. (laughs) Yeah. But one thing I had always kind of had in the back of my head was I love the song. Can't help falling in love with you originally by Elvis, I think, but has been covered to death. Mm -hmm. Um, since then and there was a really great version of it in the movie crazy rich asians which that's not exactly what i was looking for but i'm like that moment was so great and that song fits exactly what's happening in a wedding so perfectly yeah it it hits you in the wedding feels (laughs) it definitely does so after scourging that's a word right Uh, i'll allow it (laughs) sure after scourging through spotify i found a great version of that song which was um primarily cello and piano that's it And we listened to it once and it was about three minutes long. I'm like, this is actually perfect. It's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's still strings. It's very subdued and uh, it's laid back. It's, it was, it was very much in the same sort of vibe vibe as reflecting light that you chose. Yeah. So that worked out. And if I must say, skipping forward a sneak peek, (laughs) I thought it worked out pretty well. Agreed. But other than that, the other music we had to select was, 
mainly stuff for like cocktail hour and the reception. Yeah. One of the really more fun songs was I think our exit song from the ceremony. <laughs> that was great. I'm so I think you suggested that initially. I can't remember. Do you want to tell them? Yeah. It was Oh, actually you say it. You chose it. Well, okay, it's by Hall and Oates. Do you know where I'm going with this? Yep. Good, because I can't remember the name of the song right now. <laughs> I'm on the spot. Oh, you make my dreams come true? Is yes, that thank you. Oh, my yeah. God. Is that the official title, though? That's just what I've always called it. I think that's the part that's in parentheses, but people know what it is. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, just picture walking into nice classical strings like that, then doing some kind of more funky, upbeat stuff during the ceremony. Yeah, like more modern. And then walking out to the same song Joseph Gordon-Levitt just did his awesome dance break to in, in the park. 500 Days yeah. of Summer. <laughs> I, that was... Because at that point, that's how I'm feeling. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. So it matched the mood very nicely. Yes. Yeah. But then luckily, when it came to things like the cocktail hour and the reception, the DJ said, hey, just select or omit whichever songs you want. And if like we're, we need more, I'll just pick some kind of going along the same vibe yeah. you were going with your but previous songs. But I actually songs. think I put more songs in for cocktail hour than I did reception. Yeah. It's kind of <laughs> funny. Yeah. And I think it was pretty much just like my liked songs on Spotify at the time. <laughs> and I straight up sent him that playlist and he was very good about playing those. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to James. Yes. At All About You Entertainment. He led the whole day. Yeah. It was he, great. He really did. He is a wedding veteran. So he knows exactly how things should go. And he had been at that venue a billion times before. Yeah. Yeah. He, um, you know, I, I knew the music was going to be fine once we made our big selections. Yeah. That was one thing just that I just didn't have to worry about. And, you know, he's essentially the major D of the whole day. So Kinda, he's the yeah. one who's, you know, cueing you to walk, cueing you to do all this kind of stuff with music. He's the one who's actually saying, OK, now if you could come over here for cocktail hour, we're going to blah, 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 blah. Yeah. You know? So going into the wedding, knowing that's how it was going to be handled was so nice between yeah. him and Larissa. Mm -hmm. I, I knew we were in good hands. And Wendy, too, because oh, for she's sure. also a veteran and is also there at the buck crack it on until the end of the day, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, other than the music, what were some of the other things we had to get settled before the week of? Um, Probably just final fittings for clothes. Um, Picking up your ring. We've had mine since before we even got engaged. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You remember that episode. Yeah. That was a fun one. Yeah. Um, let me look on this little list that I found on Pinterest because I definitely deleted the Knots app. <laughs> so I can't look back on that one. Sure. Um, oh, writing speeches. Oh, and yeah. Vows. yeah. Yeah. We didn't necessarily write speeches, but vows no. for sure. We wrote our own vows. Yeah. And I'm so glad we did. I think a lot of people are like, oh, that's so cheesy. But it's so, I mean, it works for other people. Obviously, this is our preference. But it's so much more personal. Yeah. When, you know? When you can say what you're really feeling instead of someone else prompting you. Yeah. Those prompts can be fine and truthful, but it you know, doesn't quite have the same oomph I was looking for. For sure. Yeah. Um, another thing on this list is just buying that last minute stuff. I kind of referenced some lanterns that we were using for our table setting, but you know, I wanted our guest book table to not only have the guest book, um, books to sign, but I also wanted, um, photos of our families getting married. So my parents, Sam's parents are all four of our four sets of our grandparents. Yeah. Um, which I'm so glad you thought of that. Cause you know, for those listening and don't know, um, all four of my grandparents have been, you know, they, they haven't been with us for over a decade. 
Yeah. At the earliest. And I've so lost to, one. Yeah. yeah. So to have a representation of all of them at our wedding, even in just a photograph, was so nice. Yeah. And our parents, I think, appreciated that too. For sure. And during this whole pre-wedding process, we got to talk to most of them Yeah. about their wedding. Some of them we didn't record because they didn't want to have that published and out there. And I get it. But I'm so glad that we did because... You know, listening to songs that there were their songs or knowing like the little engagement stories or the the things that they did at their weddings that are so different than what we do now. And yeah. it was just really great to hear. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that kind of brought that generation to the front. Yeah. And then, um, you know, you think about little things like, okay, we're going to have a dozen women in one suite all getting ready for an entire day what are we going to eat? Yeah. <laughs> you know, those little things that come last minute. And that's when other people kind of step up and they're like, Oh, Hey, um, aunt Sarah can do that. And we'll do it the night before we'll fridge them. We'll do sandwiches and then we'll bring them out and they're going to deliver it at this time. And lots of it is just kind of scheduling delivery. Really. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it helps to have an idea of the full schedule for the day. And knowing what you're going to need when. And and not just you, but knowing where other people are going to be and what time certain vendors are going to show up. Yep. And um, so putting a schedule together like that was yeah. part of the process. And it was a lot, but I actually kind of liked it. It was like Liz Lemony for me. <laughs> I was like, ooh, organization, great. <laughs> can color code all of it. <laughs> yeah. So um, I love a list and I love a, a schedule. So yeah, you do. Yeah. So, you know, and then like, it comes to also hair and makeup. I even put in little details. I had, spoiler alert, a few different gifts besides my main one for Sam that I wanted to sprinkle him throughout the day. So I had what times of day that I wanted him to get gifts one, two, three, and four, and who was going to give it to them. <laughs> yeah, you really had a lot of very detailed ideas. Yeah. My thing was I was just going to get you a gift, and I was going to have somebody <laughs> give it to you while you're getting ready. And that happened. (laughs) Spoiler. Yeah. Which, did you like the gift? Yes. I also asked for it. (laughs) Which I feel a little bad about, honestly. Don't. I I love that thing. Well, okay. We'll we'll get to that. (laughs) Yeah. All that to say, I would have loved to surprise you with something I know you would have liked, but I had nothing because we hadn't really been talking about our own desires for a while. For sure. Just planning for everything. Yeah. So for you to just like do me that favor and say, hey, this is... This would work. This would make me feel good. I'm yeah. like, deal. I'm on it. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, let me look back at this list and also burp away from the microphone. Um, oh, like finalizing seating plan. That was a, yeah. a good one. Yeah. That was I think th- there was one hiccup, but we ended up resolving it and it worked out perfectly. Yeah. I mean, just like slow trickle of finding out who was actually going to come yeah. and um, kind of... I think there was only a few people who we had to ask our parents to reach out to or reach out to ourselves. And and then it was very, you know, it was super smooth. It wasn't like any big headache. And again, that's another thing that you took the lead on. So I didn't have a lot of um, hands-on work with that, except when you said, hey, this is the idea I came up with. What do you think? Yes. That was (laughs) honestly, every time you'd show me something, I'm like, that's perfect. Like, yeah. Like, Uh, Once again, Liz lemoning it. (laughs) Yeah. I was kind of like the creative director, even though I wasn't really the one making the final calls. It was just like, hey. Hey, you're okay with this, right? Good. (laughs) Yeah. That was pretty much it. But every time I'm like, yeah, that's perfect. I got no complaints. Yeah. There were a couple times I remember thinking like, 
that's good, but what about this? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's not like you were just like, yeah, whatever. You yeah, know? Although I would have been happy to, but <laughs> you were very nice about letting me voice my own opinions and... I definitely wanted it to be both of our weddings. And I think there were definitely points like the music and stuff where we were like having to kind of flesh it out a bit more and talk about it and figure something out that we both liked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay. Bachelor and bachelorette parties, (laughs) which were like not the normal. (laughs) Yeah. It was kind of. um, Yeah, it, it is what it is. Yeah, so I actually had plans, and Sam didn't really. No. <laughs> but you also it's, kind of did stuff the day after the wedding that I think was more bachelor party-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I'll go forced. Forced. <laughs> I'll go forced. I'll go forced. Um, so I knew that I, since it was around Valentine's Day, that I wanted to have a Valentine's Day bachelorette party because obviously Valentine's Day was going to be rehearsal dinner. So the day before that was going to be Valentine's Day. And I was like, that's perfect for, you know, having a bachelorette party. Um, and I had friends coming in. Two of my matrons of honor were staying together at an Airbnb on, um, Liberty Street. Not that you care. And it's a really good location. That's all I'm trying to say. Yep. And if you know Savannah, you know mm, Liberty Street. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I sent out my own bachelorette party invitations because I'm that much of a control freak. But um, we had waffles there. I opened gifts, which I was not expecting gifts at a bachelorette party. So that was super nice to those of you who came and did that. Um, you know, there was a, a few phallic symbols a- around. I'll just say no, that. Not, not symbols. They were straight up phalluses. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, I wasn't even there and I know. <laughs> um, but it was also a thurs- Thursday night. Yeah. So a lot of the people who were there had work the next day. So they couldn't really party. Not like I wanted to party, but you know, they yeah. had to go home early. So we had a smaller group at the end of the night. We ended up they're friends who came in from out of town and had the day off. Exactly. Yeah. And um, we ended up going to... <laughs> my parents house that they rented <laughs> that is such a you thing it's like it's my bachelorette party where should we go my parents airbnb <laughs> which was a dope airbnb it was amazing yeah, it but was that's like, not really the typical thing you'd expect a bachelorette party to do for sure but it was kind of fortuitous timing because they had just like wrapped up all of these amazing leftovers my uncle is an amazing chef and he has you know, great taste. And they, I think made at least two different types of pasta. So we were mooching off of them eating stuff. Like he usually makes enough for like 10 people, but there were only five of them. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so once we left there, we dropped off one friend, Elizabeth, who is a part of Aaron and Elizabeth, who we've had on before and talked about their wedding and same was in their wedding. And then, um, we were driving back and we passed, um, club one, which is, um, the gay bar here in town. And I knew that they had a drag show and I think we saw a sign or something and we were like, Oh my God, that would be so fun. And I'd never been one, been to one before. So I was super excited. And we asked what the cover was and they were like, it's free. And I was like, it's a sign. (laughs) (laughs) And I think we also immediately found parking outside of club one, like not on Bay street, but what's that cross street? Jefferson. Jefferson. It was perfect. And, um, that's amazing. Yeah. So we went in and also like our realtor works there. He's one of the managers and, um, shout out to Travis. Yeah. Thanks Travis. And so we went, we watched the show. It was great. Of course. Um, and then I think we just ended up coming back to our house and like 
watching maybe the Galentine's episode of Parks and Recreation or something, like one of them or something know. until you came home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can I just say how hilarious it is that I went to a drag show before you did? Well, you also did a show in one. Not in a drag show. Um, no. Yeah, that that place. <laughs> a play. Yeah, that uh, club that Paige mentioned, Club One. It's a multi-story nightclub. And on the uh, top level, there's a small stage. And they used to do community theater shows in there. Mm-hmm. I did a play up there once. And when I was there, I like got an employee card. So like I got half-price drinks at the bar. Ooh. And uh, it, everybody was super chill. I loved it. But one of the nights after rehearsal, we stayed and like watched a drag show. And this was me like in my last year of college, never been to a drag show before, never been to a gay club before, didn't know what to expect. So um, that was, it was really entertaining. It's wonderful. Yeah. And it was a weeknight, I think. So if you can imagine like a small town weeknight drag show lineup, it's equal parts amazing and terrifying. (laughs) At least it was (laughs) For, for me. Yeah. For us, it was a packed house. Wow. Like we were lucky to get a table next to like their aisle where they walk up and down. Was it like a Valentine's Day show or something? It had to have been. And I was, of course, not the only bachelorette there. Of course. <laughs> I wanted to ask about that too, because um, one thing that I that was brought to my attention through a TV show of all things, you remember the show Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? Yeah. There's that one episode where White Josh and Nathaniel go to the gay club in town because yeah. White, White Josh is a gay person. And it kind of becomes a running thing where there's these bachelorette parties ro- rolling through this gay club, acting and like, like they get out of here. Yeah, they're acting like they own the place. And at this one isn't po- for you. Yeah, at one point, White Josh just like loses his temper. He's like, "This place is not for you." Yep. Hi. I mean, I'm, I've talked to Travis about this, and his whole thing about Club One is like everybody's welcome. It's where can, anybody can come and have a good time and not feel like they have to be anybody they're not. So I just wanted to ask if you kind of felt a similar thing, like. Are we kind of co-opting this club that was meant to be a safe haven for homosexuals and using it for our own ends? Yeah, I think I went into it thinking I am going to be the least annoying person here. (laughs) Which is good life advice. Exactly. Yeah. But I just wanted to be respectful in that way and not be like, "Ah!" like a woo girl, you know? Yes. There is a time and a place for woo girls. And I don't think it's during a performance because especially, you know what? Those ladies are not afraid to call people out Mm-mm. on them being loud or obnoxious or not tipping enough. Or or in my case, if you pull out your phone to check a text while they're doing yeah. their routine, they will call you out. Yeah. They will stop their routine and say, put that phone away or I'm taking it away. Definitely. Flashbacks yeah. to elementary school. If I had had a phone. <laughs> if I had had a phone. My Game Boy, though, that got confiscated <laughs> once. Oh, boy. Uh, literally. I was done with my work. I thought I could just pull it out and get a level out of the way. But <laughs> apparently not. Oh, man. So, yeah, of course, that's a very good question to ask. And I think we laid low. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Again, I knew, you know, because we knew the manager of this place, we knew it was, or Paige knew it was a place that they could go and, you know, be fine. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. And I think at that point, it was just the three of us. So it wasn't a huge group. Yes, I was wearing a pink cowboy hat and a sash. But, you know, we we collectively got all of our dollar bills out of my out of everybody's purses. And they let me give one to one of the stellar ladies who was playing Adele. And yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Awesome. Bachelorette party or bachelor party on my end. I was told after the fact was kind of interesting because... Generally, your wedding party will plan that party for the bride or the groom. My groomsmen, who I talked about previously, had an interesting roadblock where none of them live in Savannah and they all live in very different time zones. Mm -hmm. So again, there's Ross, who was in Florida, 
and works at a church. There's my buddy Ryan, who lives in Trinidad, not a church guy. And then Todd, who lives in Europe, and is just kind of down for whatever. So I find out after the fact that um, the three of them got together on Facebook Messenger because they hadn't met before, and they're just saying, okay, here's the, nice to meet you, okay. Um, and Todd instigated it. He's like, we, I want to try to plan something for Sam the night before. Apparently, the first thing Ryan says in the chat is, so dot, dot, dot. Strippers? Question mark. <laughs> Which is a very Ryan thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> which is part in like the sweetest way. Yeah. Which is though. part joke, part serious. Because I had told them before, like, you're welcome to plan a bachelor party for me if you want. Don't feel like you have to. The only thing I will say is no strippers. That's not my thing. I. It just kind of. I don't know. No disrespect to anyone who chooses that as a career, but it's just not how I wanted to spend it's the not day what you before wanted my to wedding. Do. Yeah, yeah, it's not what I wanted. And Ryan took that to say, like, okay, Sam is saying that because he has to. Because he loves Paige, as he should. But a lot of fun, hilarious things can happen if you uh, get a stripper involved. Like, because he had been to bachelor parties where that sort of funny stuff happened. Like, the only reference and- I have for that are things like The Office and How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> yeah. Where it's equal parts, like... Cringy. Uh, sad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which, you know, whatever. But, um, of course, Ross is reading all these things thinking, like, there is no way I would feel comfortable. You know, Ross, the guy who is a music pastor there's no way i'd feel comfortable in an environment where strippers are involved that's not my thing i know my wife wouldn't appreciate that that's not what i want and todd's trying to mediate and like because you know ryan's (laughs) making his case saying like yo guys seriously every bachelor party i've been to that had strippers was funny and it was awesome and like it's not like you're not like trying to get this guy to cheat on his wife it's like it's just funny whatever so eventually um the, the other two guys convinced ryan to just let that idea you know sit to the side and they tried to think of something else. But with the challenge being um, them not really knowing Savannah at all, it was hard for them to determine what to do. So I just kind of stepped in at some point and said, how about we just like go bar hopping when the girls are doing their thing? Because I knew we couldn't use the house because you had the house. And um, you know there was plenty to do around town. So I thought, whatever. So what it ended up being was me and the guys just kind of going from bar to bar around town. My favorite bars, the chill ones, not the crazy like (laughs) kind of places. And it was great. It started out with me, Todd and Ryan because they had been in town and then Ross joined us because he had just driven into town like that hour. And um, eventually my friend Aaron joined us too. Aaron Hines from Aaron and Liz. Yeah. (laughs) And eventually Liz joined us too. Oh, she did? Yeah, after she left you guys, she like oh, met up with us. And that's the part that I feel so bad about, that we dropped Liz off and then we stumbled upon Club One because I'm like, oh my gosh, she just stayed with us because we thought we were going home, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> hey, it's the night decides what you do. Exactly. So I'm glad that she still got to party yeah. with her best bro. Yeah. So with all that said, it ended up being a fun night. Um, Todd and Ross, like we were all friends in high school and they hadn't seen each other in years. So they got a chance to catch up and kind of reconnect a little bit. Um, the last thing I remember doing that night was we got to the rail and I had a 40 in my hand. We're just talking to Ryan and Aaron about whatever. We had a good time. Good. And then the day after the wedding is when I took the guys to South Carolina. Yeah. My favorite cigar lounge around us, which is actually in Bluffton, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And, um, because I love cigars and I knew a lot of them did. And Todd said he was looking for a cigar lounge in Savannah, but there are none. I'm like, yeah, it's a huge problem, but there's this one called Peaceful Henry's 45 minutes away. <laughs> yeah. So I went there with the guys and my brothers-in-law and my dad and Todd's dad because he was in town. Yep. So that ended up being fine. You know, like um, 
it didn't require a lot of planning on my part. It was just kind of like, hey, what are you doing now? Let's do this. All right, cool. Yeah. It's kind of my MO in life <laughs> in general. So I'm glad yeah. everyone had a good time. Yeah, it helps that I'm a very planny person and Sam's a very, yeah, person. <laughs> yeah. It's what gets us through life, I it think. It does. It does. You know, you plan your stuff too and you have your things for sure that I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to stay out of that like anything in the kitchen, but <laughs> that's my that's my turf. Yeah, it works. You keep your planners, I keep my kitchen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what else so, did we have to plan? Well, I was going to say after we talked about the happy stuff, should I get into the not so happy stuff? This is fast forwarding to like the week before the wedding. Yeah, it's actually before the bachelorette and bachelor parties. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. So as we were saying earlier, things tend to pile up at the end. And we made sure to take off the whole week of our wedding so we could take care of those things and get a massage and I could get my nails done and we can do whatever. And I already feel like a hot ball of lava, like coming up in my chest right now talking about it. Is it hard to revisit this part? A little bit. Do you still want to? Yeah. Okay. I might need a second. <laughs> yeah. Basically, um, like Paige was talking about, like she had a really, really long to-do list. And a lot of those items on that to-do list, you look at them and think, okay, that'll be one thing. But really, each item requires four, five, six individual smaller steps to make it happen. So at a certain point, they pile up. And is it safe to say you felt like you were starting to lose control of the plans you had made? Yeah, just a little overwhelmed. Yeah. And, and I think it started maybe um, more than a week before because um, I knew that I wanted to like clue Kimmy in on like what I wanted to do for her vows and kind of go through the whole ceremony with her. So I was like, hey, let me take you out to brunch. We'll go to the Bryce so you can like see the area, stand where you're going to stand and like it'll be a fun moment. And I just remember... Um, because I hope this is okay to say, I know that she said it publicly before, but she has anxiety and, um, you know, fully believes in medical help if you need it. And she has an aunt who's a psychiatrist who she turns to all the time for help. And she's very open about it. And, um, I was like, Hey, I'm really struggling. And she was like, you know, I, I can't give you hard meds or anything, but like, Use lavender, use these calming things. She like gave me a whole to-go sack full of holistic comfort stuff. Holistic comfort stuff, yeah. Um, you know, which only goes so far. Um, but that's when it was kind of like starting to hit me. And then one day, like I tried to do five things in a row that just like came up as roadblocks and I couldn't actually accomplish them at that time. And then I made the really dumb decision of putting on my wedding dress and not being able to zip it up because you can't put on a wedding dress by yourself. It's like physically impossible unless you have like a super chill wedding gown. Um, and then I was like, okay, the one thing that I can definitely do is wrap presents. And I had all my bags, I had all my gifts, I had all my pre-written like thoughtful notes that were sometimes more than the note card. So I had to like write on the back. And I couldn't find the effing tissue paper. And that's when I broke. <laughs> and you had made a point to go get tissue paper days before. Yeah, so I went was to around Target somewhere. to get one thing and that was tissue paper. And so I knew it was in the house and I couldn't effing find it. I forget if we curse on here. <laughs> we do. This is the time to use the F-bomb if I wanted to. So I was fucking 
pissed and anxious and I couldn't get anything done. And, you know, I felt like I was wasting all of this time that we've taken off and it just all happened at once. And I went into the bedroom and I. Yeah, I was in the bedroom at that time and I I had periodically asked Paige like, hey, is there anything I can do to help with planning? But a lot of the stuff that she was working on were things like my gifts. So she didn't want me to see that. So I couldn't help with a lot of those things. So anyway, I was in the bedroom. I think I was folding my socks. And um, I see her kind of slowly walk in. And um, she had that look on her face. And she just kind of like had to push the words out because it was hard to get out. She said, I can't find the tissue paper. And as soon as she said that, um, you know, she started crying, fell to the floor, you know, heaving breaths, but also like shallow. Um, it was, I mean, it was, it was, it was rough, you know, um, it was where everything kind of came to a head. Um, I was trying my best to help. I'm like, can I help you up? Is there anything I can do? And every time I see Paige, any, anytime she's like doing anything involving breathing or coughing, my first thought is please don't have an asthma attack. <laughs> Cause I don't really know how your asthma works fully. Yeah, but um, that wasn't the case. But I was ready to like go grab your nebulizer and be like, lay on the bed. I'll put on some, put some lavender in the diffuser and like you know put the albuterol in the thing and let's do this. But you crawled into the bathroom because that's when you started regurgitating. <laughs> yeah, that's a fun way of putting that. Um, yeah, yeah, but I just it, kind of it like was, locked myself in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, which again, you needed your space. Yeah, and once or twice I said, "Hey, Paige, are you okay?" No response. You couldn't get the words out. And um, I was sitting there kind of feeling like helpless because, you know, Paige was in a position where she couldn't really vocalize. She, there was just like it, it had come to a head. It was um, is it safe to call it a breakdown? <laughs> yeah, I think so. OK. Well, anyway, um, you know, so that was Paige's perspective as best as I could recount it. And in my perspective, I was thinking, how can I make this better? I did the typical soon to be husband thing. Like, how can I fix this? I want to fix this. I want to make sure she never has to feel pain ever. Um, and after a couple of failed attempts to get her attention and, uh, you know, figure out what's going on, I knew she was having a breakdown, but I didn't know how I could help. After a few failed attempts, I called for backup. You know, I started by calling Paige's mom and, you know, just talking about what's going on. And, uh, she gave me some tips like, you know, try this, offer to do this, offer to do this ask her if she wants me to come into town. This was several days before she and um, Paige's dad were scheduled to come into town. But she's like, if you say the word, I will be on a plane like in an hour and I will be there tonight. Yeah. I will. I'm like, I'll, I'll ask Paige. And that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you were, you resisted a little bit. I just felt like I was being annoying, <laughs> you know, like I don't want to inconvenience anybody. And I just kept thinking like, I'm throwing up because of tissue paper. Like I thought it was the dumbest stuff, but it wasn't. I know. I know. Yeah. It was a, just everything piled up and because you'd never had a history with anxiety yeah. or panic attacks or anything. This was all new yeah, to both of us. For sure. For sure. I don't think we, either of us knew what to do, you know? Yeah, exactly. So I, um, Offered to do what I could. I like we tried making a list of all the stuff you still had to do. Yeah, you wrote and, down a list. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm gonna do what Paige would do, make a list. Yeah, but um, and it's because Paige's mom had said, "You say the word, I'm there." I asked Paige like, "Hey, your mom said if you want her to come tonight, she'll come tonight. What do you think?" And you 
at first said no because I don't want to be annoying. Getting a last minute flight would be super expensive and the wedding's already expensive. And I just kind of like, that's the first time in that sequence where I just kind of pushed back and said, Paige, fuck that. Like if, if money was not an issue, money's not an issue in this situation. Would you feel better if your mom were right next to you right now? You said, yes. I'm like, done deal. I'm calling her and telling her to come. Yeah. So she got on like a three o'clock flight and was here by eight. Yeah. Yeah. And she, you know, wrapped all my presents and she finished my one of my dad's presents and she helped out with all the stuff I couldn't help out with. Directly. Yeah. So Karen was the MVP for sure. And as well as a few other people and substances. Um, so another person who Sam called um, yeah. when I was in the bathroom was our marriage counselor. And um, I got an appointment with her the next day. Turns out she can't prescribe me anything. So I had to have an actual doctor's appointment. But my doctor was all booked up and <laughs> I ended up crying on the phone to whoever the receptionist is at my doctor's office. And she was like, honey, I will get you somebody to, to see you like now. And so I met with my doctor's colleague and cried to him. And <laughs> he prescribed me lorazepam, which is for anxiety attacks. And I could take up to three in a day. I, I think I maybe took one each day. Um, but it was a crazy experience going throughout that week on meds and never have been never having been on meds before and then you know people coming into town and then you doing like bridesmaids tea and bachelorette party and meeting up with all these people who came into town because i felt like on the outside i was like I felt like I was a robot on the inside and I was like, this is what a human would do at this point in time. You would laugh now. Ha ha ha. Oh, you would say, how was your flight? Like, you know, that's how my brain was working. And I felt like the real me was like hovering a few feet above the ground behind me. At a safe distance. Yeah. <laughs> like I was still absorbing everything, but um, I think it was like the hardest. I mentioned the bridesmaids tea, which was thrown to me by basically my second mother, my best friend, Maggie's mom and, and Maggie too. And one thing I learned was you don't mix anxiety pills with a lot of caffeine, which is what I was doing that day. Oh yeah. And I didn't know that this and that little like tea party thing was the first time I had seen our niece, Mela, um, after they got into town, which was like a harrowing experience that I didn't realize yeah. was, was a thing until months later <laughs> Yeah, for another time, but yeah, for another time, um, that was the first time I had seen her. And normally that would like fill me up and like make me feel happy. And I'd want to like go color with her or just talk to her, you know, but I felt myself like shying away from all those things because I was like, Oh, I'm not going to react like a human would. Cause I'm a robot right now, <laughs> you know? Um, maybe you don't know. <laughs> um, anyway, so that was definitely an interesting experience that I wish could have been different. Yeah. With all that said, um, despite feeling like you were kind of not getting the full emotional effect of all the events happening around you, do you f still feel like medication was the right course of action at definitely. that time? Definitely. I would rather feel anything else than that feeling in the bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was debilitating. Yeah. Yeah. I don't blame you. So. 
I mean, you still experienced those events and you were there and you were able to spend time with people, even though it was different, but you kind of had to do what you had to do, huh? For sure. Yeah. Like I wish, um, we'll, we'll get to this later when we talk about the actual wedding, but I wish somebody had like a gimbal. So like a little handheld camera taking video of all of the things that happened that week. So I could kind of relive them when I was actually feeling like myself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just, it was unfortunate. So if you're planning a wedding, delegate, get help, delegate, make sure people know what the whole plan is. So if somebody needs to step up, they can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You really took on a lot for sure. And it, um, yeah. And I think, you know, for, you know, the year ish that we were planning a wedding, 95% of that time, it was fine. Like, I was organized. I knew what needed to happen at certain times. But, you know, I think towards the end, things pile up and maybe I was taking on other people's responsibility. Not like it was their job, but it's normal things that people would ask somebody else to do, you know. So just make sure that you feel as stress free as possible the Mm -hmm. week before your wedding. Take care of yourself. While yeah. you're taking care and of And ask event. for help, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Something I didn't do, but it was given to me anyway. <laughs> yeah. That was a learning experience for sure. Yeah. And you know what? Sometimes I pop one of those pills, you know? I, I, I can't sleep. I'm having racing thoughts or I just feel off one day, you know? I, I take one and it makes it kind of go away. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think it's very few and far between, but it's also nice to have that in your brain. Like, Oh, if I ever feel stressed out, it's there and I can just make myself feel better. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for sharing that though. I know we've, you've kind of posted about it on social media and we've talked about it a little, but we haven't really revisited it in detail before. Yeah. Sorry, I got a moche. <laughs> no, I can see that was tough for you. Thank you for still wanting to share. Yeah. I mean, if anything, if I can get somebody help later because of what I'm saying, then that means the world, you know? Yeah, for sure. I don't know if that sentence made sense, but you get what I'm trying to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah. So what do, you want, what do you want to talk about now? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> what else did we have to do on our list other than those little things? I'm trying to think. Let me go back to my reference that yeah. I've saved here. Because at this point of the story, we keep talking about the things we had to do and then how those played out leading yeah. up to the wedding. Yeah. Where are we at now? Um. Okay. So I'm looking at one week in advance, confirm final numbers, which is definitely a thing. You got to get the actual headcount to your wedding planner. Mm-hmm. So they can bill you. Yep. Yep. Um, I'm not sure if we commented, quick note, I'm not sure if we mentioned this in a previous episode, but we had been been planning for up to 120, 125 people at the wedding, and we had budgeted a certain amount for that because we knew what the rate would be. Because our wedding was far away from where most of our invitees live, we ended up having fewer RSVPs than we were expecting, Mm -hmm. which kind of worked out great. Because yeah. um, we use the extra money from the fewer, the lower headcount to upgrade our bar package. Yeah. It was a great decision. Yeah. And I think everyone who came appreciated it too. For sure. Yeah. Not to give anyone listening who couldn't come some serious FOMO, but um, <laughs> you know, your sacrifice was, was not our in vain. gain. Yep. <laughs> 
It worked out. I thought you were going to say the thing about Larissa calling me the week before the wedding. Oh, right. Which was actually no big deal, but maybe in some way that was like also piled onto my yep. anxiety spiral. Yep. Put another log on the fire. Yeah. So I got a call from Larissa. Our wedding planner. It was one work day. And I remember I was driving from the warehouse back into town. So I was like driving down Bay Street and she called me and she was like, hey, this affects nothing for you, but I did want to let you know. And it was like, like taking a forever inhale as she was getting this stuff. out, <laughs> And she was like, your wedding will be my last wedding at the Bryce. And I was like, Oh, she was moving and she actually had quit like a few weeks before our wedding, but stayed on to make sure that she would do ours, which so freaking nice of her because she's the real MVP of the day. Let me just say that. Yeah. Like, her, her and Karen. Yeah. Yeah. And Francis. And Francis. <laughs> Who we'll talk about. Yeah. I feel like we're, we're like, oh, yeah, we'll just talk about that later. Stay on the hook. <laughs> um, but La- Larissa seriously made that day work. She wasn't like our full wedding planner. You heard her on a previous episode, yeah. but she was like the person at the Bryce who like helps coordinate those events. And she was the quarterback calling all the plays. Yeah. And we were just like, okay, <laughs> we'll follow along. And she was wonderful about it. Yeah. She was a big reason we chose the Bryce. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. They lost a good one. Yeah, but she moved back home to Virginia Beach. Well, yep. I guess home would be Australia for her. <laughs> home She moved. More home. <laughs> Closer to a home. Yes. Which worked out. But the fact that she stayed on a little bit to make sure she saw us tie the knot was above and beyond the call of duty. Yeah, it made us feel really good. Yeah, as a contractor and as a friend, we, we appreciate it. Larissa, yep. if you're listening, thank you so much. Yeah. Um, okay, let's see what else is on this list. Um, confirm final suppliers details that, I mean, you know, just confirming what times your vendors are going to show up and yeah. Yeah. And because we were getting close to the rehearsal dinner day the day before I had to, you know, follow up with all my vendors. That's the thing that I was in charge of (laughs) the rehearsal dinner. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Talk about the rehearsal dinner. Yeah. We, I mean, I talked about the details previously, but all I had to really do was confirm with the people bringing the tent and the tables and chairs that they were going to come and where they had to bring the stuff. Also had to confirm with the caterer, which was Zunzi's. Shit. Yeah. Oh, so good. I knew that's what I wanted at my rehearsal dinner. You can't go wrong. It's a great catering choice. Yeah. And then I had to get with, um, Brianne and Bob and Heather just to, so they can show me. Because we had it at their house in their backyard. They they showed me the lay of the land and like the gate that the vendors can come up. Cause the time they were available to do it was when I had to be at work on a Friday. So I couldn't physically be there, Mm -hmm. but luckily Heather was going to be there. So I just coordinated with them and everything. And that went off pretty fine. At the last minute at my mom's suggestion, she suggested we get siding for the tent we ordered because Mm -hmm. it was going to be cold. I at first thought that wasn't going to matter, but that was a good decision. It ended up being great because it did kind of insulate some heat. Yeah. One thing I also loved was how our videographer, Zach Burke was there because he added a lot of those rehearsal dinner speeches and moments into our wedding video. Yeah. He was trying to play around a little bit with the way he shoots couples and he was trying to get more of the before wedding stuff. And I'm so glad he did because some of the best stuff of that entire weekend happened at the rehearsal dinner, like yeah. your dad's speech. Your um, dad's speech. Yeah, it was fine. <laughs> it was good. <laughs> it was. It really was. But there were some really wonderful moments. And bonus, Zach brought some lights, some floodlights, mm-hmm. so he could see everything clearly. Because all we had in that closed off tent at night were little Christmas lights. Bob and Heather said they had string lights. I thought they meant like the big outdoor ones. It was Christmas lights. So you could see in there, but it was kind of dark. 
Then Zach brought his lights in and it's like, zoom. <laughs> How about all the light? My one regret for that whole thing. Um, I didn't order enough mashed potatoes. Oh yeah. Cause it was Oliver's lunch in, yeah. the, in the catering. And was like, there just a, r- a lot of rice left over? <laughs> yeah. Like I got an equal amount of potatoes and rice. I'm like, I figure all the Louisiana people are going to want rice, but um, everyone loved the potatoes. So the, they ran out and my mom didn't actually get potatoes. Oh yeah, but it's okay. Mom, my mom was there with Heather, like helping set up while we were doing the rehearsal and getting everything situated. And you know, it was, she was great. Yeah. So I wish she got a little potatoes. But other than that, everything was terrific. We'll buy her Zunzies next time they come in town. Shit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, the rehearsal dinner was after the rehearsal, obviously. So we had everybody um, gathered at the Bryce, and we figured out timing of people walking. We saw where we were going to come in from versus where all of you came out from because that was different areas, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm really glad that we did a rehearsal. It's not just you walking. You do need yeah. to know some things. Especially because I gave myself extra steps by saying like i'd like to escort your grandmother wanda down and see her then leave then my parents would come in then i escort your mom karen Mm -hmm. put her in her seat you know give her a hug see ya yep then that's when all the wedding party would come in yeah but i'm like oh that gave myself more blocking (laughs) why would i do that to myself but i i got it yeah (laughs) and that was it was really fun because like it was laid back and casual and i was seeing some people who I haven't seen yet, you know, like your groomsmen, people like that. And, um, it, it was really like some family were there just because, you know, they were nearby or they were staying there. So it was really fun to like see people. And, um, that was actually the first time I met my friend, Margaret's daughter, June at that rehearsal. Yeah. So that was amazing. And she's so cute. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And then, so of what? Oh, I was going to say at the rehearsal, we had, had to rearrange how my dudes were going to be set up. Oh, God. Yeah. I had originally, because we didn't have like best man, maid of honor, like all three of them were the best men and the matrons of honor. Mm-hmm. So um, I just like kind of listed my friends like, okay, because Larissa saying, who's going to be next to you and then next to them and then next to them? Who's going to go down the line? I just kind of like randomly drew names in my head. I'm like, uh, uh, Ross, Todd, Ryan, why not? In order of how long I've known them. <laughs> Well, I guess it wasn't random. But then we get there on the day of. And one thing I forgot to consider is Ross is very tall. Very. Much like me, like Ryan and Todd are both my height. Ross is like six foot one, six foot two and skinny. So he looks even he looks even taller. <laughs> and he has like very voluminous hair. Yeah, so he, I think he, that he wears adds his hair inches. tall too. Yeah. <laughs> so with all that said, like I'm looking down and like it just looked kind of off because Ro- like Ross is right next to me. And then Todd or Ryan at the end is like down on a step. Mm-hmm. so he's like you can't even see him if you're in the back row so i'm like larissa i don't want to like mess with your scheme but like could we switch ross and ryan just to like make things make sense visually she kind of said okay fine we can make that work she wrote down on her notepad and when it, when they switched ryan was next to me ross was at the end um down that one step when we did that we were all like at eye level yeah. with each other so it kind of worked out but i felt bad that i had to like move ross to the end by no fault of his own <laughs> Yeah. And you know what? Like, I, I'm probably going to forget to talk about this when we're talking about the day of. So I'll just say it now. Like there were parts in my vows that I wanted to get laughs from. And there were parts in my vows where I knew I was going to start sobbing. Mm-hmm. And having Ryan right behind you was very helpful for both of those things because he laughed at everything. And then I could just like look over at Ryan and be like, I got this. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> it worked out. Yeah. Yeah. Did. You know, Ross being, he's a very sentimental guy. Maybe he would have triggered you to cry if he was right. I don't know. Him. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think he and Todd were both a little like, oh, this is sweet. <laughs> anyway, we're kind of jumping ahead like to the actual wedding. Yeah. Okay. Right? So rehearsal and then we had rehearsal dinner at the backyard. And yep. then after that, I kind of just texted a lot of people who I knew were coming into town or family, like pretty much everyone who mm-hmm. I knew was going to be in town on the night of the 14th and not driving in day of. And I was like, Hey, very informal. But like, if you and your guest or your partner or husband or wife or whoever are coming into town and you want to see us the day before the wedding, we are going to be at this bar called Peregrine on the rooftop of a hotel called Perry Lane. And if you want to meet up, that's where we're going to be. So, Oh yeah. See you there. And, um, so so we we got there, which was like, it was so fun. I wish we could have stayed out longer, but I knew that we had to get some beauty sleep, you know, before the wedding. Well, you were more um, in favor of that than I was. Yeah. I was like, if I stay out a little late before my wedding, as, oh. as long as I'm not like hungover or incoherent on my wedding day, whatever. Like this is the one time I'll be partying the day before my wedding. Yeah. Well, I also funny. knew I had to get sleep because my schedule or my day was starting a lot earlier. Yeah. Can I share something about that? Like the days leading up to the wedding that I hadn't said until now. Sure. Like each time, like whenever you went home, I had to go home because you could not be alone at that point. Yeah. As you shouldn't have been. You should not have been alone. But like I'd be lying if I said I wasn't like a little bit disappointed that I had to call my night early because you wanted to go to bed at nine. Yeah. Yeah. Which like it was fair. And, you know, that's exactly the thing I would do again if I were faced with the same decision. But, you know, I would have liked to. Hang to hang back. with them more. Yeah. Yeah. If, you know, if we, if I had, if I had uh, my druthers in order. <laughs> you know what? Same nice. too. And you know what? Probably if I was actually feeling good, I, w- I would have been like, ah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you said that then and then you get home and you're alone and it's like, ah, who knows? Oh, no. I meant like if I was feeling totally okay and I was with you and you're like, I want to stay out longer to be like, I want to stay out longer too. I'll stay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that night, it was either you or your bridesmaids were like, okay, Paige has to go to bed. You got to go with her. She can't be alone. Yeah. I wasn't about to say no to a group of four people. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm outvoted. Let's do this. No, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But while we were there, it was fun at the bar. Yeah. I ran into several students I'd worked with. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Like, we were split up during that part because- It was very crowded and there was a lot going on, but there was- a lot of- the people who had gotten there had gotten there before us and had little tables staked out. And I'm like, Oh my God. Um, Hey, college friends. Um, I don't think you knew this, but there'll be these people over here right across from you are high school friends and you should meet and talk because you're going to hang out with them tomorrow. So yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So it was just kind of like scattered all over the place. Yeah. And there was other people there because it was a Friday night and it was Valentine's day. Yeah. (laughs) The one shitty thing I will say about that bar and that night I'm going to drag Perry Lane real quick. Yeah, do it. Because there was some bullshit that went down. Mm -hmm. Like I said, my buddy Todd came into town and he lives in the Netherlands now. So he does not have a U.S. driver's license anymore. So when we were going anywhere that had that needed ID, um, he would either bring his uh, new Dutch driver's license that had his date of birth on it or his passport. That night, Friday, he only had his new Dutch driver's license, even though he doesn't drive. And, um... He, we get into the bar, no problem. Ryan gets in with his Trinidadian driver's license or Trinidadian passport, no problem. For some reason, the person at the door saw Todd's driver's license and said, sorry, 
we can't accept this because it's a foreign driver's license and we've had issues with fakes before. And I didn't know this was happening, but like Todd was there with his dad and with my dad, who if you know my dad, he's not taking that shit at all. Mm -mm. And he's not helping the situation either. But anyway, anyway, like they asked to speak to the manager. They're talking to the manager. Like they're saying like, you know, this guy is 31 years old. He's 30 years old. Todd would have been 30. Yeah, he's 30. He's clearly not underaged. That this is a valid driver's license in his country. Like you can't accept this. It's fine. Just let it happen. She's like, I'm so sorry. But it would be better if we could see like a U.S. passport or something like that way. It's like we know it's more official because they're able to determine like, you know, whether a passport's fake or not. So Todd, who, you know, another friend of mine who has spoken pretty openly about having some anxiety issues in the past, he actually handled that situation like a champ. He said, you know what? That's actually okay." The reason it was such a hassle is because his hotel that he got was actually one city over Mm -hmm. in Garden City. So it's not really easy to just like really quickly leave, get the license and come back. He would have to get in a car or an Uber, drive 15 minutes away, get the thing, come back. But that's what he did. You know, he and his dad and uh, they eventually got there. But it was really stupid. Yeah. And because there are certain policies around giving out free drinks at places like that, they couldn't really rectify it with anything like, oh, let us know if there's anything we can do to help. I'm like, you could help by not doing what you did 20 minutes ago, lady. So I know that's probably not her fault, but, you know, I'm just going to drag that hotel for just being sticklers for no reason. I know. It was very disappointing. On my goddamn wedding night. I know. Or night before my wedding night. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it all worked out in the end. Fine. Yeah. But then Todd finally got there and that's when you like we had to go. You and I. Oh, I'm sorry. That's fine. I got a few minutes with him. Okay. Yeah. Well. That was the only hiccup in that night, though. Yeah. And I didn't. Also, I didn't know about that until I think a few days later. And then, yeah, because, you know, you're as a bride or a groom, so you're being pulled in like so many different directions and saying hi to so many people because all those people are there to see you, you know? Yeah, you got to be polite. Yeah, and it's kind of like what everybody says about your wedding day. It like goes in a flash and you (laughs) don't really remember what's going on and you just kind of go through the motions Mm -hmm. and go where you're dragged. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So I dragged her ass to the hotel because we ended up staying two nights, the night before the wedding and the night of the wedding. Yeah, we did that because we figure if we're going to have to be at the hotel to get ready that wedding day, it's nice we don't have to wake up, pack up a car, drive there, find parking, then get there. And wait until like 3 p.m. check-in, you know? Yeah. We had stuff to do. Yeah, totally. So we got there the night before, slept. Very, very comfortable bed. Oh my God, the tub. Oh, yeah, they had this really big European-style soaking tub in the it bathroom. It was great. Yeah, so that was really nice, and I think I slept pretty well. I don't remember not sleeping well. Uh, me neither. I was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I slept great. I don't know about you. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, Yeah, and then it's the morning of the wedding. Yeah. Should we cut it here? Um, No, let's keep going. Okay. I think we can fit this all in. Okay, cool. So now we're going to, now that we're an hour in, we're going to shift over to the actual wedding day. All the planning is done, all the hardships, all the celebrations, all the reunions, all the wonderful stuff had happened. Yeah. So here we are. Day so, so my alarm goes off and I think it actually goes off after people had already started getting their hair done in the next suite because our hotel room was the connecting room to the Juliet suite, which is like this big yeah, let me give living you a, room. Let me give you a breakdown of how that suite is set up. Um, you walk into the main suite area. It is ginormous. Mm-hmm. There is like 
a six or eight person dining table. There's a wet bar. There There's are several couch, couches and chairs. TV, There's a t- yeah, it's, sink. Yeah. It's very big. It's everything the girls needed. It's connected to the sleeping quarters, which is literally just like a standard, even smaller than standard hotel sized bed and room and then a bathroom. That's it. <laughs> there was a separate bathroom in the suite area, but then in the sleeping yes. area, there was a bathroom. So we figure the girls can use the big area. The guys can use the tiny area. Yeah. And luckily, I only had three groomsmen because if we tried to cram one more person in there, yeah, we've been shoulder to shoulder the whole time. Yeah. And for me, it was like there was me and my three ladies, but there was also my honorary bridesmaid and my right hand woman my left hand woman my mom my grandmother the person who was doing my mom's makeup the person who was doing my makeup and hair like so you needed the bigger space i'm not saying you didn't no i know i know (laughs) but it was definitely cramped for y'all yeah a little bit but we only had a little bit to do like we had gotten our suits from men's warehouse before then Mm -hmm. and all we had to really do was iron our shirts and do our hair luckily because i had the whole day i was able to like get showered do my hair Shave. shave make sure yeah i had Whenever I shave, like I have sensitive skin, so I've got to grow it out for several days. And that's only, that's the only time I ever get a truly close shave once I um, clip it down after several days of growth. Yes. So I planned that out strategically. <laughs> You're very smart. Yep. Then I got all that done. Um, we had one ironing board to share between all of us. <laughs> I had told the guys to bring belts, but actually the kind of suits we had, they were tuxedos. And they had like the little clasps oh, yeah. along the waistline, so you didn't need a belt. Yeah. I was like, that makes sense because we're wearing vests too, huh? Well, you got free belts if you need them, guys. <laughs> cool. Great. Yeah. And then, yeah, so I think my day started a little bit earlier than you. I think it was Brienne and Kim were already getting their hair done when I slaughtered into. Yeah. Yeah. They were already there and I was waking up like, oh, okay, see ya. Yeah. Pretty sure I actually ran home at some point during the day too before I got all showered and stuff. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I had to like, Ross was staying at our house because he needed a place to sleep. Right. Um, Got him out of there, situated, whatever. And I think I needed to grab something from the house. I don't fully remember. Yeah. It's been a year, people. Yeah. That was another thing. Ryan and Ross were supposed to be staying at our house. Oh, yeah. I forgot and to mention that. once I had the old breakdown, we reconfigured it to where they had yeah. different setups so we could have this house as like a safe zone. Yeah. That's another thing that Karen helped with. Yeah. What helped is that Ross had a scheduling thing, so he wasn't able to come until like Thursday or Friday. Mm-hmm. And so that was the time we had the hotel anyway. So he was able to sleep at our house. Yeah. And at that time, I think Ryan was staying with Aaron and Liz. Right? He start, we got him an Airbnb for the first couple nights. Yeah. But then, then Ross he, used the same Airbnb, right? No. Oh, why did I think that? Maybe he did. No, he didn't. Oh, never mind. Scratch yeah. that. It worked out. But anyway, yeah. Then Ryan moved to and stayed with a couple friends of ours because mm-hmm. he wanted to hang with them anyway and they wanted to see him. Yeah. They've been married long enough where it's like, oh, we, they're not like, oh, we need our privacy. They're and like, also Ryan and Liz were roommates. So yeah, three of us. Been there, like, done that. <laughs> yeah. It's all good. Yeah. So like l- the lodging situation got worked out. Yeah. So as you're getting ready and um, all these people pampering you and sp- <laughs> and spraying you with airbrushes and. No, yeah. I did my own makeup. Oh, that's right. You did. Yeah. Everyone else got sprayed. Yeah. But she did apply my lashes. Nice. Which I did want. And she did my hair, which was amazing. It looked beautiful. Yeah. She did a really great job. The thing about your hair, too, is normally when anyone like you try to do it, it's so fine. Mm-hmm. It doesn't hold. You can put as much, you can put a whole can of spray in there. It'll eventually like just release. Yeah. This was day three hair, so that did help. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
So for the guys listening, for the guys listening, day three hair means it had been three days since she like shampooed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Which is good for your hair. Yeah, definitely. And it's good when you're doing up, updo or partial updo or any sort of styling to your hair because it just holds better. Yeah. Yeah. So as you're doing that, I was, I was getting ready and I realized I wanted to go get my shoes shined, Mm. which I could have done on my own, but I'm like, it's my wedding day. The best shoe shiner in Savannah is just a couple blocks away. His name's Wilbert. He works at the barber pole on Bull Street. And he's working on Saturday. So I'm like, hey, I'll, I'll bring my shoes over there. And I brought my dad because my dad was uh, there and he wanted his shoes shined too. So we we brought him there. We dropped him off with Wilbert. He said, all right, 20 minutes. He's a man of few words, Wilbert. He is, <laughs> I, I got to describe Wilbert to you because if I didn't and I tried to tell you about him, you wouldn't think it's true. He is a silver haired black man, rail skinny. He's very old. Like he walks with a cane. He wears his um, shoe shining apron all the time. And you can tell he's been doing this forever because even though he walks and moves really slowly, once he's in his chair and he's shining shoes, he's moving like he's 20 years old. Yeah, the muscle memory. Yeah, just like, and they come out like a freaking mirror. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, he is like, I've still like, he's still the best shoe shine I've ever had. Not that I get my shoes shined by other people often, but the few times I have, I'm like, yo, Wilbert does it a little better. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. So I brought it to him and um, my dad and I are just walking around town a little bit and just talking to people on the sidewalk because my dad wanted to tell everybody like <laughs> even people like people we don't know. He's like, that's my son's getting married today. And everyone's like, cool. cool. <laughs> All right. See ya. I'm like, dad, they don't know me. They don't get, they don't give a shit. <laughs> Although we walked past Leopold's and uh, the place I worked for a few years and we saw Mary Leopold. <gasps> I don't know there. if I knew this. Oh, I didn't tell you this. I don't know. Oh. Keep going. It might come back to me. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, the shop, Leopold's, it's an ice cream shop I worked at for a few years. It's owned by a couple, Stratton and Mary Leopold. Stratton's dad started the place. It's a whole thing. Anyway, Mary was there because they were having a book signing in the store later on, but they were just opening up. So I see Mary, I say hi, and dad hadn't seen Mary in a while. They're catching up, and then we're talking to the author of that book, and they're just talking about what it is. So um, they were saying, uh, my dad, of course, hey, Sam's getting married today, and Mary's like, oh, my gosh, tell Paige, congratulations, because we got some of our wedding photos taken in front yeah, of Leopold. Yeah, engagement shoot. Engagement yeah, photos, sorry. Yeah. And Mary was there for that day, too. Yeah, so, so she, nice. She, she offered like, to give me she a... got us ice cream yeah. and like had us, yeah. Yeah, she perfect. offered to give me a free scoop again. I'm like, Aww. oh, it's a little early for me. Thank you, though. The author gave me a copy of her book that she signed. Oh, or my gosh. Maybe, Who was it? I don't remember. I definitely haven't heard this it's, story. It's somebody who Stratton worked with in huh. something. So film related? I think so. But, um, or maybe dad bought the book. I don't know. But she signed it and wrote congratulations in it. That's it's, awesome. It's on our bookshelf somewhere probably. But I am I, going to find yeah. it as soon as we're done. But I don't read. So I don't even know. <laughs> I don't look at those books at all. It's there probably. But anyway, that was just a fun little thing where I started realizing, oh yeah, I am getting married today. And this has repercussions it's it's, everything for the last seven years has been building up to this and that's when it started to sink in for me then we go back to the to wilbert to get our shoes and wilbert you know very stoic man of few words he just hands us our shoes and my dad is like those aren't mine wilbert looks at him like yes they are are you freaking kidding me and dad just immediately jumps into they've never looked that good in my entire life oh my god (laughs) so i start laughing and wilbert just kind of cracks a smile like "Eh, you're gonna take your shoes now (laughs) God. I'm like, these are two personalities and I want to see how this plays out. <laughs> but anyway, after that, that's when I had to go back to the hotel, which was all walking distance because yeah. Savannah downtown is small. Yep. And that's when I start, you know, I shower, I start getting ready and then the dudes come in from their places. They bring their suits, 
we start dressing. After the videographer and photographer had their time with you, they came in to get time with me. I was already dressed. They're like, Didn't you have to redress? Yeah, they're like, can you take your jacket off and just so we can get like the vest and jacket shot and the tie straightening shot? I'm like, fine, whatever. But it's a small room, so they're like, okay, there's a window here. Just open this, lighting. All right, just yeah. do the thing. Yeah. I'm like, all right, fine, whatever. <laughs> okay, can you pretend to tie your shoes again? I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> Yeah, that was one thing that Wendy said that she never does for at, at least the bride, you know. So every shot, we never had to zip my dress up twice. We didn't have to put my shoes on twice, jewelry, all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Like it was yeah. all. If I had waited, I wouldn't have had to either. Right. <laughs> it, take, it took me less time. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yep. I'm very proud. I did all my own hair. <laughs> did all my own it makeup. None of it. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, my God. Yeah. And of course, like it's probably all the anxiety and everything. But I think I had four pimples on my face that mm-hmm. day. But whatever editing Wendy did with those photographs, they looked beautiful. So I couldn't really. Thanks for editing on my face. And you, did, you did your makeup well too. I couldn't really. Oh, thank much. you. Yeah. Not that I was looking. It was a lot going on. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, one thing that really goes underrated that you mentioned earlier is the amount of time you're there. You don't always think like we're going to need to eat at some point because this is an hours long ordeal. Mm-hmm. So you said you had planned ahead and you got sandwiches the day before and you were you had your huge spread. Your mom put together snack bags for mm-hmm. me and my guys. They had like granola bars and package of salted nuts and a water bottle and fruit snacks and, you know, energy. Yeah. Which was perfect because I was getting kind of hungry. And then I, we pulled those out. I'm like, oh, this is all right. I can I can hang here for a bit and not get hangry. Yeah. While we're in there, Ryan finally gave me the wedding gift that he brought from Trinidad for me. Oh, yeah. It was this wonderful bottle of aged rum from Trinidad, which I haven't had much Caribbean rum or any for that matter, this stuff, it's made by Angostura, the people mm-hmm. who make the bitters. But apparently when you age rum, depending on how you age it, it can take on some very interesting properties. Like the stuff that he got me, it was really peaty, like a scotch is peaty, mm-hmm. but it's also kind of thick and sweet like a rum would be, but it's smooth. It was like such an interesting thing. I knew that at that moment because as soon as he gave it to me, I'm like, well, we're taking sips, right? <laughs> and of course, Ross is there like, uh, I don't want to take, I don't drink anymore because I have two kids. I don't want to like feel off. I'm like, dude, we're just having a mouthful each, whatever. <sighs> so we get like the tumbler glasses that come in hotels yeah. standard. We just like little bloop in each one and we each throw it back and I'm like, ooh, and then Ross, he drinks it. He's like, <laughs> and then his eyes get all watery. <sighs> I'm like, I can tell you don't drink much anymore. Not that he did ever before much, yeah. <laughs> but it was kind of funny. But yeah, so we were just hanging out, enjoying ourselves at that point. Because once the wedding and the plans start, you start realizing... Yeah, you worry less. Yeah, because you're realizing everything is in motion. Everything that you'd worked to set in motion is now started and it's out of your hands now. Yeah, everything is out of control. Other people have got it at this yep. point, you know? And actually, as weird as I felt that whole week before the day of the wedding, I did feel like myself and I felt like I was able to enjoy it. So I'm very thankful for that. Had you taken any meds that day? Probably. Okay. Yeah. Well, good. I'm glad you felt yourself. I know. Me too. That was very important. I'm you glad s- that I could actually like take you in everything. You seemed like yourself. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um. So yeah, obviously all of us are getting ready and listening to music and... Why did you do your own makeup? Do you want to tell everybody? Because uh, you had a makeup artist there. I like the way I do it better. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Okay. Yeah. I remember... Um, Every time I get my makeup done, I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. I. It I doesn't th- look like me. I think most makeup artists assume every woman wants to look like they just like went to the tanning salon. That and like really dark eyeshadow. And yeah. It's th- stuff that you don't usually do for yourself. Yeah. 
which doesn't always work. Yeah. And I think it is important for you to look like you on your wedding day. Can I just say that? If you're getting married, like, don't feel the need to go get a spray tan. Don't feel the need to go dye your hair. Yeah. You should look like you just dressed nice. Yeah. (laughs) Which I think we both did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I did my hair. That's not usually what I do, but. Same here. (laughs) Same here. I had flowers in my hair. It was great. It was very pretty. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I thought your makeup looked really good. Yeah. And you're very good at makeup things. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so that worked out well. So as me and my guys are waiting, um, the presents, the presents. Yeah, I forget who delivered them and when and wh- in what order. Uh, yeah, I remember just like at some point Kylie showed up, at some point Maggie showed up, at some point Margaret showed up. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, so I thought it would be cute if I took some of our favorite pop culture romance references and turned them into gifts. If you couldn't tell from just the everything about us, <laughs> we have a lot of inside jokes. A lot of them revolve around the TV shows we've watched. Yeah. So I don't know what order they were in, but let's just say the first one was a yellow umbrella from How I Met Your Mother. Mm-hmm. Um, the second one was a grill. <laughs> Like to put in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, like the tooth grill. You should explain that one. That's a deep um, cut. Yeah, it's a deep cut in the last season of uh, 30 Rock. Spoiler, Liz gets married to Chris Cross, who's played by James Marston. And I think some of the qualities that I have are reflected in Liz Lemon. And I think some of the qualities that Sam has is reflected in Chris. Minus the cheekbones. Yeah. <laughs> you were quite handsome, though. Yeah. Um, you have to say that. You're locked in now. <laughs> <laughs> it's legal. Um, and at the end, they're getting married at a courthouse. It's very last minute. She's dressed as Princess Leia and they just kind of like get things that they have to have from the street basically. And they met in Riverside Park. So I forget the, I think Chris went to get rings at a pawn shop. Yeah. So like the only things he could find were like a ring for her it was like it, it, it was spelled it was, out tito it was brass knuckles that said yeah. tito yeah he's like tito is a drug dealer who got shot by the police in riverside park where we, where met. we met and <laughs> the thing that they were able to find for chris was a gold grill yeah that she put into his mouth yeah <laughs> so Paige got so me a good. Paige got me a little plastic replica gold grill which did not fit my teeth at no, all no no but it was hilarious yeah. I, I opened it up and i immediately knew <laughs> Yeah, and then I got a really cheap black tie off of Amazon, and I cut it for Jim and Pam in the office. Everyone who watches The Office remembers that moment. Yeah. Click. Yep. And then, uh, oh, the last one. So that was kind of a change of plans. The actual wedding gift that I wanted to get you was uh, Bakhtiari Green Bay Packer jersey, because (laughs) that's what Andy wore at his wedding to April, a jersey from his favorite team. Um, but I was searching everywhere and they were all sold out of David Bakhtiari. So I was like, cause he's the man. Yeah. So I was trying to think of other Andy Dwyer stuff. And if you've watched Parks and Rec, you know that he, one of his characters is Bert Macklin FBI. And he always like puts on this FBI jacket and some aviator sunglasses. And one of the things that I know that Sam has wanted for a long time are prescription sunglasses. Because I can't wear contacts. Exactly. He's a glasses guy. And so I got some really nice Warby Parker prescribed sunglasses. And that's another story. I felt like I was being so sneaky. I called Warby Parker. I was like, hi, this is going to be a wedding gift for my groom to be. Um, 
I don't know his prescription, but I know he has it on file. Can you pull that? And here's the type of sunglasses I want. And I need it shipped by this date. And don't send it to the house because he might see them. So send it to me at work. And they saw in the mailroom at SCAD Sam's name on it. And we're like, oh. So he were- works at Bradley Hall and delivered it to him and Bradley Hall. <laughs> yeah, I remember that happening. Like, it was funny because I've never gotten mail at work before yeah. and I didn't order anything. So um, the person at the front desk, Bernie, calls me down and says, hey, Sam, you got a package? I'm like, no, I don't. She's like, yeah, you do. I'm like, all right. So I go there and it's from, I see it's from Warby Parker and my name is on it. So I... You jabbered me. I kind of put two and two together and I messaged Paige. I'm like, hey, um, did you order something from Warby Parker? And I was like, so covert <laughs> yeah but i didn't look inside yet but yeah so i guess that part was a surprise but yeah so i gave them back to her when we got home and then eventually on the wedding day i gave them back to you and i finally opened it yes so i have a great selfie of sam with the the grill in the tie on the un- umbrella undone and the sunglasses on so yeah yeah because we were just at one room away but we couldn't see each other yet yeah yeah but i'm like i gotta get all these things in one shot <laughs> luckily this was happening like like before all the guys came and no spoiler alert i had written out my outline for my vows and i had like finalized them like a day or two prior so i was trying to transpose them into the little vow books you had gotten us yeah and my handwriting is such ass i'm like (laughs) taking my time and i'm writing slow Mm -hmm. so as i keep writing more people keep knocking on my door to deliver me things i'm like i love getting things but i've really got to get this thing done (laughs) (laughs) i have homework pretty much (laughs) I felt better knowing like the vows were written. I just had to transpose yeah, them. Yeah, you just had to put them in the book. Yeah, but yeah. it was it was a fun whole lead up to everything. Yeah, the first... and then your gift to me. Yeah, the thing that you told me about. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, an away suitcase. Yeah, it was the slightly bigger carry-on in pink and it w- had painted monogrammed my initials on it. So. Yep, because we got your initials monogrammed, that was supposed to delay delivery by a few weeks. Oh, wow. Because each one is hand done. Mm-hmm. And if they don't have an artist like, or if they got backlog, like you got to wait. Otherwise, they could just send you the suitcase. So at first, it wasn't supposed to get to us until after our wedding day Oh, or the day of, like something like that. So I had been contacting the company saying, hey, I got the estimated delivery date as you know, Sunday or Monday, like, here's the thing, I'm getting married on Saturday. And I, I want this is the gift I want to give my wife. Is there any way you can expedite it? They wrote me back really nicely saying like, you know, I'm very sorry. But you know, all of our monogram suitcases are done by hand, you know, you can't rush that they got to look good. But you know, if any, if we can do anything, we'll try. I'm like, all right, I, I appreciate that. I'm not expecting much. But it got delivered a couple days early. Wow. I think we got it like maybe that Wednesday or Thursday. Okay. Yeah, like, just on time enough time for me to like take it out the box inspect it it was good put it back in the box wrap it yeah put a bow on it yeah i put a bow on it (laughs) that's one thing like i like i don't do a lot of other fun things like write by hand well but i can wrap a gift pretty well yeah yeah so good that i really thought my mom did it until now (laughs) i get that a lot because she was wrapping all the other ones i figured hey yeah (laughs) I remember when I was living in Baton Rouge, I had a Christmas gift I had wrapped for you that I was going to have your dad mail from his office. And someone in the office thought like, oh, who wrapped that for you? I'm like, I did. (laughs) What's the opposite of mansplaining? (laughs) Whatever that is, you're doing it, lady. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, I I can wrap a gift. Okay. Yeah. So I opened it and it was beautiful. And yeah, Ryan delivered it. It was great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And all that was captured on video because Zach was there at the time. So that was fun. Yeah. 
Ryan was having fun because he has these really fancy, ornate sunglasses yeah. <laughs> that he's like, they're so... I'm Tony Stark. Well, yeah, they're so gaudy. The only time I can wear them is when I'm wearing a suit. Otherwise, they look so out of place because otherwise his main uniform is a t-shirt, cargo shorts, and flip-flops. He's an Islander. But he's got a suit on. He's got his Tony Stark glasses on. He's walking around like, Friday, how do I look? <laughs> you look great, sir. Oh, my God. So, yeah, Ryan delivered that. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, we took some pictures in our awesome robes that we got from our friend Erin Finley, who was on with her husband, Seb, a little while ago. Yeah. Erin hooked us up with um, the robes for you and your ladies. Yeah. And. And the pocket squares for me and my guys. Yeah. And it's a map of Savannah that she hand painted and then printed on these very soft, high quality robes and handkerchiefs. And that really like tied the whole look together for y'all I think and it was great to like have those pictures of us like looking kind of uniform as we got ready yeah speaking of tying the outfit together we should probably I want to go into detail how that happened with my guys like Paige's uh bridesmaids or matrons of honor the color scheme was it was red right like some some variation on red yeah so the initial thought was okay so Sam will get his groomsmen ties and they'll be like uh that same kind of red from the color layout that I made I'm like, that would be fine, but a joke I've always wanted to follow through on was having something pink in the wedding. Because like when you talk about like one of my favorite movies is The Birdcage. And when, oh. when Nathan Lane puts a suit on to like see, show like, see, I can be normal. I can be presentable to these other people. He's wearing like a black suit, white shirt. Then he puts his feet up on the table. He's got bright pink socks. They're like, what are those? He's like, well, one does want a hint of color. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, either pink socks or pink ties for my wedding. That's, that's something I want to have. I decided on pink ties because the blue suits, I thought the pink would look kind of fun. Yeah, it, it definitely went with the color scheme. It went well with the blue suits. Yeah. And... So, but then the, yeah, the pocket square had some elements of pink in it, but yeah. it also had some other colors that went with your bridesmaids. So it really... And they had green, which was one of our colors too. Yeah, and... they were perfect. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to Aaron for yeah. hooking us up. Thank you so much. Yeah, for sure. You made us look better. Speaking of people who were helping us, I would be remiss if I didn't acknowledge the people who set up the entire look of the ceremony, which was a lot of my extended family. Yeah. What was the look? (laughs) So (laughs) um, a while before I had seen this picture on the internet of this beautiful backdrop that had these like strips of fabric that looked like ribbon where the, it kind of like hung over a backdrop And the part that was around the end was longer. And the part that kind of came around the front was cut like an arch. It just looked really cool. So months before, Mom and I went to Joanne's Fabric. And we tried to pick out the the matching colors of fabric so she could, she and my grandmother, could rip all of these up in the specific lengths and use on the backdrop, which was built by Bob Dupuy, who also hosted our rehearsal dinner. Thank you, Bob. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing people. The Dupuis are also MVPs in yes. this. Yes. <laughs> we have a lot of MVPs. Multiple MVPs. <laughs> yeah. Most valuable people. Yes. I like it. Um, so that fabric was also used for our shakers, which was just like a wooden dowel with um, like a little hook on the side and then tied skinnier versions of the same fabric so people could wave them in the air as we exult. Yeah, we didn't want confetti or rice because one, messy. Two, I don't think some of those things are allowed, like rice. I don't think you can do that anymore. Yeah, I think the birds eat it and die. Yeah, something like that. But the shakers were nice. And all of our friends who have cats say they made great (laughs) cat toys after the fact. So win-win. 
And um, so we ended up having this leftover fabric. And I think it was maybe a month before the wedding, I had seen people hanging ribbon from trees. And of course, like it's February in the South. So maybe like our grass is still green, but we do have leafless trees at some points, depending on the tree. Yeah. And um, there were crepe myrtles in the ceremony area that were just kind of like sticks. (laughs) So I threw it to Larissa and I was like, feel free to shoot me down, but could we put some fabric in the trees? And she was like, yeah, we'll make it work. And then that was like the best thing about Larissa. Can I just say, she was like, yeah, we'll make it work. Yeah, we can do it. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, the Tim Gunn attitude. Exactly. So, yeah, but we had to take it down. You know, that was yeah. the, the stipulation. Yeah, for sure. It had to be cleaned up um, by us. Yes. Yeah. That's not their job. Um. So my aunts and uncles and my mom was art directing everything. Um. They had yard sticks and they were standing on the planters, like perfectly putting s- separately colorizing the whole trees and making sure there were no barren parts and. Um, setting up the backdrop and that I think was that the same time our flowers were being delivered. So they put the flowers on the backdrop and all the bud vases on the tables in our guest book area. And they were just making everything look really good as we were getting ready. Yeah. And they did like, I got to admit, I was kind of unsure about the f- torn fabric aesthetic that you had described to yeah. me. Cause I'm like, when you tear fabric, the edges look frayed mm-hmm. and it's, I don't know if that's really consistent with the, aesthetic we're going for with everything else but after seeing it all put together like with the archway and in the trees it looked really cool it did and especially the shakers at the end all of it's kind of coming together yeah i was never happier to be wrong (laughs) about anything in my life yeah and we also had ribbons on our bouquets so that kind of also worked in our favor yeah Mm -hmm. yeah um where to go now I know I'm going to be forgetting stuff as we talk about it. Yeah, so I, might... I mean, I think the only thing left is like um, after we're done getting ready, the only thing left to do in terms of getting the photos is the first look. Before you do that, I also had another first look with all of my ladies oh, yeah. for one and my grandmother, my mom's mom and my dad. Can you walk us through that? So like everybody was in the room getting ready with you, like makeup, hair, whatever. Yeah. Did you have them leave so you can get your dress on? Yeah. Who helped you get the dress on? My mom. Okay. Yeah. So then... Okay. And Wendy was also there. Okay. So everybody <laughs> she was left. the one who was like, oh my God, I'm tying a bow and I need a fig- finger to hold this down so I can get the bow and not have it loosened. She was that person. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. So after you got the dress on, everyone Yeah, out they of the were all still. crowded in like the bathroom closet area with Zach. <laughs> oh, our videographer. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Zach came out and then, um, you know, my ladies came out one by one and then my grandmother came out and my dad came out and he was... The best dad, yeah, those, <laughs> you know, those reveals are all, in the, they're all in the wedding video. Yeah. They are so sweet. Yeah. And that's when he gave me the leaf, which was part of his speech. Uh, not just for me, but just in, in life. He likes to say when you're on the river of life and the rapids are beating down on you, um, instead of being the rock and getting smashed, just be the leaf and float along on top. So you brought me a leaf and I still have it. Mm-hmm. it's on her shelf in the living room yeah um yeah and then after that yeah we got i think yeah you were already shuttled out to the square we were where we were going to do all of our pre-wedding pictures mm-hmm. yeah including and you were you were talking to zach and he was kind of interviewing you right a little bit yeah we weren't out there very long yeah um, i think they just escorted me out there when they were ready to bring you out okay and um 
Yeah, when Wendy realized the area of the square that she usually wants was oh, yeah. occupied by another wedding party, we decided to do it further down the square by this bush, which yeah, was there really... Yeah, were really tall bushes that had blooming flowers on them. Red How flowers. lucky could we be? Yeah, they were even con- like... Con- yeah, they were like consistent. a hot pink. Yeah, or like a red. They were consistent Reddish enough pink. with our wedding's color yeah. scheme. Yeah, for it, sure. It worked out perfectly. So anyway, I'm there. Zach is like asking me questions, trying to distract me because I'm supposed to just look away from the hotel. So you yeah, can, and you can like see me walking up, like holding up all my dress. And- yeah. So then that's when we did the first look there in the square, and it was super awkward. <laughs> I was super awkward. Yeah, and because I'm a yes and kind of person, I went also with it. went with it and was awkward. <laughs> but it's that's very us. Just I know. Generally awkward and yeah. Having, I think my goofy. exact words were, "Might I marry you today, sir?" <laughs> and you said, "But of course." Yeah. As soon as I said that, I'm like, "That's kind of weird." Yeah. <laughs> but hey, we're committed to this bit now. We got to keep it up. Yeah, and like. <laughs> We hugged but, and we took some pictures there. We kind of moved yeah. around the square once they cleared out. Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing, talking about the first look. Yeah. That's such an emotional moment for me, especially because I haven't seen you in the dress yet. Mm-hmm. You tried it on before. You've seen it. You know it's it's old news to you. <laughs> for me, I'm like, what does my bride look like? Yeah. I want to see her. Yeah. And the first thing I noticed when I turned around is like, you're there. And I was just so happy to fucking see you. I know. As soon as we woke up, we parted ways. Yeah. So I just went in for a hug, Mm -hmm. not really taking in everything about you. So I finally like, okay, back up. Let me take a look. And looking at your hair, the dress, everything. It was just so pretty. And I was, I was pumped. Yeah, me too. You looked handsome. Oh, thank you. (laughs) So after that, we just started getting the other photos. um, Yeah. A bunch with us, the two. Yeah. We moved around the square. At one point, we were in the street. (laughs) Yeah, it was fun. It's not a a very busy street. It was fun. Yeah. And at one point, we ran into your parents and Kyle. So we got to kind of chat with them for a sec. By chance. They were just on their way somewhere else. Yeah. And also by chance, my high school friend Katie and her boyfriend Andrew were like walking down the street and she was like, "Uh, hey, Paige. And I was like, oh, hi. (laughs) I'll see you soon. Yeah. Yeah, and of course, like every car or trolley that's going around the square is like honking and cheering. And that was really fun. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's a lot of weddings that happen in Savannah. So like if you're local, you see a wedding party in a square. That's like normal. Yeah. <laughs> but tourists are like, hey, a wedding. That's fun. Honk, honk. <laughs> you sounded like John Mulaney. <laughs> you got to have at least one Mulaney reference in each of these episodes. Honk, honk. <laughs> um, anyways, but so I, that was really nice. Just finally seeing you and being with you. Just us. Yeah. And we got the rest of the photos taken care of before the ceremony, which I know we've talked about here, but like a lot of people have commented on how like that's not usually how it's done. Like a lot of times the first moment the groom sees the bride is when she's walking down, Mm -hmm. which is a very cool moment. And like that amplifies the magnitude of the moment. Yeah. Like by 10. But we've been to other weddings where you do the ceremony, then the wedding party has to get whisked away to do photos. We wanted to be there. Yeah, we wanted to like be able to bask in that moment and not have to pose. Mm -hmm. Like I wanted to like be able to celebrate in time. So what's been more common lately is a lot of people will do the photos and the first look before the ceremony, get it out of the way, then get in place, do the ceremony, then go party. Yeah. Yep. Which um, I'm glad we did. I'm very happy about it. Definitely. And it was nice because that entire time didn't feel rushed or I didn't feel like, oh, but I'd rather be there. Yeah. We could be in the moment. Yeah. 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 And, and it, eventually that other wedding party left the other part yeah. of the square. So we got the place Wendy wanted. Yeah. It's like a larger um, paved area. So that was nice for the bigger groups of people. So mm-hmm. first we did like our wedding party and we went through the entire shot list. Wendy was great as far as like organizing people and making sure that 
that. I got all the photos of different people that I wanted together. I even got a Grace and Kevin picture, which Grace was like, hey, if we could like get a picture of the two of us, that'd be great. I was like, I will put it on the list. And it happened. So I'm glad we got to do that. And then um, we added in family and even like extended family. So it was really nice to get like an updated new portrait of all of us. Yeah. Wendy was really good about like accommodating people's requests within reason. Like, oh, can we get one of these? She's like, yeah. Okay, set up. Click, click, click. All right, good. Next. Yeah, she was very efficient. Like, this was not her first rodeo, as we've said. Yeah. That's why we wanted her. Zero regrets. (laughs) Among many reasons, that's why we wanted her. Yeah, yeah, definitely. She she had a second shooter that day, which also came in handy. Yeah, yeah, which was really cool for the ceremony. Mm -hmm. Yeah. One thing I wanted to say, the end of the family pictures, like, we had been out there for so long, I had to pee so bad (laughs) and i remember running off as soon as i got the clear like okay i can leave okay cool bye (laughs) i gotta go pee that's an it's got to be an ordeal and all that dress it was a lot i had a lot of people see my butt that day because they were helping me (laughs) oh you had help okay yeah i was thinking like how do you do that just like hold it all above your head and just hope you're aiming right yeah the hardest part wasn't peeing and aiming the hardest part was graphic wiping because you have so much dress between you yeah so Yeah. yeah Anyway, everything's white. The dress is white. The toilet paper is white. The porcelain of the toilet is white. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, so be warned, brides. (laughs) Yeah. Be ready for that. Yeah. But at least I didn't have like a form fitting dress or something. I don't know how those people do it. I don't know either. Yeah. Anyways, enough about peeing. (laughs) Yeah. As fun as that is. Um, Yeah. So at that point, we just kind of like got um, kind of tucked away so our guests wouldn't see us. And then after everybody showed up, we kind of got into our places. Yeah. At this stage, I'm sure Larissa is doing all the logistics and like being very careful about where everybody is and where we're being let Mm in. And Uh, Brienne and Kim are handing out shakers to people and And people have gotten beverages at the bar. And And we weren't thinking about any of that. We're just like, I will go where you tell me to. Yep. (laughs) Which is exactly as it should be. Yep. You shouldn't have to think about that. Yep. That's why you hire other people. Exactly. So we were um, getting whisked away. And at this point, we're getting ready to get in position yeah so and we're in different places yeah i was being i was coming in from a side door and you were coming in from the very end of that little courtyard yeah so the the way that the bryce is it's like one big square zero or oh a square donut shape a square donut yeah and the middle of it is the secret garden which isn't very secret but that's what they call it and it's um just a courtyard in the middle they've got benches and stuff that they actually use for our seating um as i mentioned before they had like big planters with crepe myrtles they had other foliage and um it was kind of split into two different areas um so one side was the ceremony area and the other side was like the cocktail area so that's where we had a bar that's where we had our guest book that's where um you know everybody eventually moved to that night and sam and everybody else kind of or all the guys came from like that middle part so they came out the side they were right behind the last row of people and they could come in that way Mm -hmm. and i came in through the opposite side where we were having the reception. So I had a longer walk <laughs> with <Yeah>. my dad. <laughs> yeah. all, all the more credit to James. He had to time that music really well. Definitely. And he yeah. did. Yeah, it was perfect. Yeah. So once the music starts, the song that I selected, Can't Help Falling in Love With You, done on the cello by some Russian lady. <laughs> that's when I'm like, okay, it's showtime. Let's do this. Did Ding. you feel like you were about to do a play or something? It was similar, not like, oh, I've got to memorize all my lines, Uh but I'm like, okay, I'm trying to remember, okay, I go out here with Wanda, I put her in this chair, then I come back this route because I have to clear the way for someone else to come. 
Then I, after I drop off Karen, I don't go back. I stay on stage. I go up there. And at this point, you know, to kick things off, Kimmy had gotten up there and gave the whole spiel like, welcome. No cell phones. No cell phones, no photos. We have professionals for that. Just be present, be in the moment. Yeah, we don't want your arm in the aisle with your cell phone in pictures. Yeah, she made a funny comment. She's like, if Paige can put her phone away for this next hour, so can you. Exactly. (laughs) That's when they knew it was serious business. Yep. Yeah. So they, the mood was set. Music started. I do my thing. I get up there. You know, and it's at first it's like, okay, I just kind of stand here. What do I do? <laughs> but they paced it out very well. It started with um, my guys coming out. And one by one, it was, you know, so nice. Ross came out first and, you know, give him a hug, whispering like stupid stuff in each other's ears. It's <laughs> like, hey, whatever. Ross goes to his position. Then Todd comes up, give him a hug. He's like, I love you, man. I'm like, I love you too. Then Ryan comes up and he gives me a hug and I whisper in his ear, Hail Hydra. <laughs> It's a Marvel thing. I'm like, I'm trying to make him laugh. He's going to try to hit me. I'm like, no, I'll hit him first. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then my girls. Yep. Then your girls came up. Yeah. And they were lovely. Beautiful. All of them very radiant. Yeah. I remember it was kind of windy. So their dresses were like blowing in the wind. Yeah. It was very nice. They had their hands full. So they didn't come up and like give me a hug or anything. But some of them came up and like, you know, were like, hey, congratulations, whatever. Mm -hmm. So then um, it worked out really well in terms of the timing. Because after all the... uh, Wedding party came up. We had our flower girl, which Who was... Who stole the show. Yeah, my niece, Mela. Mm. She had been walking for three months at that point. Yeah, and she'd already done one flower girl wedding. Yeah, like... Um, at Grace and Kevin. A few weeks after she learned to walk. Yeah. The timing was great. So she had done, she had experience. She had a really good resume. We figured, yeah, she'll be good at this position. <laughs> so we hired her. We hired her. <laughs> when? Didn't pay her. Yeah. What was so funny is during rehearsal, they're telling her like, okay, when you walk down, take the flower petals in this basket and throw them on the ground next to you. And that's how you're going to do it. They didn't do that at rehearsal because they had to save them. But Mela is a very tidy child. Like very. she very much likes things in order. Everything has its place. Everything. Yeah. Mise en place. <laughs> she should be a chef or Marie Kondo's successor. <laughs> But with all that, she's just she has this basket of flower petals and she's just walking with it, looking Being adorable, looking gorgeous with her flower crown and her yellow and, dress. And she and, has a cute little jean jacket. Yeah. Oh, it, wait, no, she was, wasn't wearing it that. It wasn't on at that point. That but she did after. have it. And yeah. we got some pictures of that. And that was adorable. Yeah. But what was funny is she gets to the end of the aisle where you know, her dad let her loose at the front of the aisle. And my mom was there at the end saying, OK, come to me with the freeze dried strawberries. Yep. <laughs> and Mela gets to the end and one flower petal falls out of the basket. She sees it, bends down to pick it up. She's like, "Uh oh, <laughs> she picks it up. I'm like, that's your job. <laughs> Don't worry about it. It's fine. But it was so adorable. And the great. people who heard her laughed. And yeah, it was adorable. It was a great like moment to break up that nervous energy. Yeah. Yeah. And as if on cue, the song that we selected ended oh seriously it was the end of that track it was like a three minute song three minutes had elapsed and it faded out naturally i don't even know if james had to do any fading wow yeah so at that moment it's like and then your song begins yeah and then so the double doors open and larissa fluffs my dress it was you and your dad back there right yeah yeah did you exchange any words before you walked out what what was that like i think i was just like don't let me pass out <laughs> which is a Gilmore Girls thing but yeah I actually like whispered to my groomsmen I'm like hey don't lock your knees oh yeah that's a good point yeah and Ryan said later he's like I didn't know what you meant by that I'm like uh is that is that like bad form what do I do how do I then position my legs so he said he was like in his head the rest of the ceremony oh, no! like what do I how am I supposed to stand like 
shimmying. So he asked me later, like, why wasn't I supposed to lock my knees? I'm like, oh, well, sometimes if like you've got nerves or you're like standing there for a while, if your knees are locked, sometimes they can stay locked and you might pass out and fall backwards. He didn't know that was a thing. And then oh, Aaron, I learned that in choir. <laughs> yeah. Our friend Aaron, of course, like, yo, dude, there's a series of YouTube videos like comp- compiling yeah. dudes falling over in a wedding because their knees are locked. He's like, oh. So anyway, yeah, there's method to that. Yeah. But yeah, after, I just like to imagine that moment after all your uh, matrons of honor leave that space and it's mm-hmm. just you and your dad. Like mm-hmm. there's got to be stuff going through his head too. For sure. Probably more than mine. Mine was probably unusually blank. <laughs> yeah. I wish we had asked him about that before. Yeah. Maybe sure we can have him on a bonus episode or something. Maybe. Sure. Yeah. But um, yeah. So then- yeah. I, and it's odd because I am obviously hidden away and I'm hearing things like people reacting and I'm like, oh, what's happening? I want to know. <laughs> like, But I can't pee. And like there are some great pictures on cell phones of us like peeking through the blinds like and, and kind of contorting our bodies so we aren't seen. And um, yeah, just trying to like spy on everyone before we went out. Um, but I heard the laughs from Mela and I couldn't even hear our song because the speakers were actually pointed in towards the audience or audience people who were at our wedding. And um, so I was like, okay, I guess we're going now. And we probably said like be the leaf or something before we walked. But um, it was funny because we make it down the aisle. It's great. I'm trying not to cry, but probably a few are coming out. And um, he, uh, my dad gives a high five and a hug to Sam. And I turn away and hug Maggie for some reason. I don't know. I think I was giving her my flowers. Yeah. The, you were supposed to high five your dad. Yeah. I was, And we planned this yeah. at the rehearsal. We rehearsed this. <laughs> but, you know, like day of nervous like forgetting things in the moment kind of stuff and so he i just like left him hanging and then i turned around and was like oh my god i'm sorry (laughs) and i give him a high five and a hug and he has a seat and that's when but your dad's the kind of guy where like something funny like that happens you don't feel bad for him because he doesn't feel bad for himself he's just like oh okay that's funny yeah yeah it was fun it was. Yeah. yeah. So that was the first funny thing. Yeah. But we didn't have the whole like, who gives away this woman to be married yeah. sort of thing. It's like, clearly I am. I just walked her down and I paid for this. Let's <sighs> just, you know, we n- not a necessary step for our ceremony. For sure. Yeah. So that's when Kimmy gets started on her brilliant, for lack of a better word, homily. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and can we? Yeah. Can we g- give Kimmy some props real quick? Like she had never officiated a wedding before. She did if, her homework, y'all. Yeah. Like, and you remember, if you've listened to this show, like we asked her to officiate for us when we had her and her husband Tim on as guests, and she got officiated for us. Ordained. Ordained for us. Yeah. Officiated. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway. Um, but she, she, if I can say so, she knocked it out of the freaking park. It yeah. was super heartfelt it was personal personal because she knows us yeah you know she's one of our best friends yeah (laughs) mutually and she knew what we wanted and she delivered on that yeah and And lucky for me one of the things like i said when i took her out to brunch she read me what she was gonna say and i was gonna read her my vows and we were gonna make sure that everything felt nice and paced well and we timed it so it wasn't too long or too short and kind of got all of those things out first um one nerves too when you're up there and everybody's looking at you and you're trying to take everything in sometimes you miss stuff and then you know that was how I made sure like I knew that what she was gonna say was gonna be perfect and 
appreciated. Yeah, when you guys met and she kind of, oh no, she met with us and she kind of gave us a rundown yeah. of what she had and we were both just like, it's perfect. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> no notes. It's wonderful. It was like advice, also sharing her fun memories of us. It was her wishes for us in our future um, and what she you know, hopes us to have and remember as this is a marriage between two people. It's not just like a party one day and that's it. And it was just really heartfelt and beautiful. Yeah, it was. It was perfect. Yeah. It made even nicer because she's a friend. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, And she had Marshall in there. Yeah, Yeah, she she was was pregnant at the time. Yeah. The joke that she and I kept talking about before is like she was like five, six months pregnant. So it's not like, oh, my God, that woman needs a chair pregnant. It's like tasteful pregnant. It's like, oh, I am... (laughs) Life flows through me and I am here to join these two lives together. She's very elegant. Earth mama. Yes. Um, anyways, it was. it's funny that you say that because the year before, obviously we're close friends and she like let me know that she and Tim were trying to get pregnant. And not everybody needs to tell anybody that, but she let me know that information. And we did some quick math and we were like, as long as you don't get pregnant in June... We're good. You can get <laughs> pregnant before that. You can get pregnant after that, but not June. <laughs> so call. you don't drop a baby at our wedding. <laughs> so she graciously waited. Yes. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That shit, It just worked out well. Yeah. Anyways. So yeah, it worked out great. Thanks, Marshall, for being right on time. I guess I should t- thank Tim for that particular sperm at that particular date, but we're getting way too into their personal life. So I'm going to not talk about that anymore. Yeah. I just wanted to thank her for doing a good job officiating. <laughs> But okay, let's uh, let's make it gross. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, anyways, did. then she threw it to us and we did our vows. And I low-key am obsessed with what I wrote and what you wrote because they ended up being so similar. They were pretty much the exact same thing. Yeah. Yours were a little longer and you had more laughs. <laughs> well, because we had a lot of the same jokes. I know. And the same beats. So I like know. when I read mine, I'm like... They've already heard this joke. (laughs) (laughs) But it's also funny because like they knew that we didn't know what each other were writing and it's so similar. They're like, oh my God, that's the same person. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Kimmy had read or we had read both of them to her just to be like, hey, is this consistent with what we're going for? As far as like length and um, like tone. Is it a balance of funny and sad? It's all emotional. Like we need to make sure that they kind of reflect each other. Yeah. And she's like, and she told me straight on, she's like, this is great. I'm not, I don't want to give too much away, but like you and Paige took similar approaches here. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. And uh, we wrote pretty much the same thing. Yeah. I kind <laughs> of want to get the books and read them. Oh, they're in the wedding video. Not all of it. All of it? Okay, go ahead. I also have to pee, so. All right. Time out. Okay. Um, do you want to go first since I went first last time? <laughs> no, I think if people if we re- recite them in the order that the people who attended heard them, you'll get why it's funny. It's funny and how similar they are. Okay. And Sounds why I was good. like, oh man, she said the same thing but better. <laughs> I win. Um, okay, so I had a contingency plan if it was raining that I wanted to include a little quote from the office. So I kind of briefly said that to everybody and I was like, okay, the room upstairs was actually plan C. The garden was plan B and plan A was marrying him a long, long time ago. (laughs) And then for no rain, (laughs) Sam, where do I begin? I've always been looking for love. I went from Baton Rouge to Birmingham and nothing ever felt right. There was never a true connection with anyone besides these ladies behind me. (laughs) 
Then, eight summers ago, I walked into Leopold's Ice Cream. Our eyes met. You handed me a scoop of chocolate raspberry swirl. And nothing happened. Laugh. (laughs) We became... There you go. We became roommates, then friends, then more than friends. And months later, we finally accepted that we were in love with each other. I now realize that this whole time, I was wandering around everywhere just looking for you. Loving you is the easiest thing I've ever done. I love that you sometimes plank when you're sleeping, and I have to check that you're breathing. I love that you laugh at the silly things I say or do. Sleep. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you reach out for a hug when I need it most. I love that you're secretly a cat person. I love that you do shower monologues. I love that you tuck your hoodie behind your ears when it's cold, but you still want to hear the TV. (laughs) And I love that you're the last person I want to talk to before I go to sleep at night. That being said, I vow to listen to you and learn from you. I value your opinion because 99% of the time it matches mine. Unless we're at an open house. Hmm. (laughs) Laugh break. I vow to say I love you whenever I feel like it, even if it was the last thing I said. I vow to support you and accept your support, chores, future dreams, and everything in between. I vow to help you, whether it's folding the fitted sheet or mourning a dog. I vow to forgive. There's no such thing as a perfect person or a perfect marriage. And lastly, I vow to be honest. I commit myself to you through all of life's adventures, good and bad. Wherever, wherever we go, we'll go together. The things that you have done for me to help me, support me, surprise me, to make me happy, go above and beyond what any person deserves. You're all I need. I love you and I like you. And Aww. I signed it. <laughs> so you know you wrote it. Yeah, that's what we did when yeah. we signed our certificate. Yeah. That was so sweet. And it's nice to hear that last part because like... I, knew, I was sobbing. Yeah, I knew what you said <laughs> because I was right next to you, but like... You know, you were crying a little bit, so people in the back were like, huh? I didn't hear what you said. Yeah. So, of course, very sweet vows. Um, Then it immediately gets thrown to me, and this is what I had written. Paige, as I think back on everything that's led to this moment, I can't help but realize how incredibly lucky I am. From the first moment we met, I was actually at work and really busy, so I didn't really have time (laughs) to think about it. But after that, what happened was life-changing. Again, same joke. Yep. (laughs) From becoming friends over drinks, to becoming roommates, to falling in love over pancakes, every day since you've entered my life has been made so special just for having you in it. From the beginning, I was stunned by your kindness, your sense of humor, and your excitement for life. You never fail to make me laugh, make me feel loved, and make me see the best parts of myself even when I don't think they're there. I know it's cliche to say that someone makes you a better person, but you truly bring out the best in me. Your kindness, work ethic, generosity, and intelligence inspire me every day to be better. As we finally take this inevitable step of joining together in marriage, in front of our friends and family, I want to make these promises to you. I promise to love you unconditionally and without hesitation. I promise to respect you and support your dreams. I promise to always try to make you laugh, even in completely inappropriate situations. (laughs) (laughs) Laugh break. I promise to never take for granted how incredibly lucky I am that you love me. And I promise to never stop trying to be worthy of your love. I love you and I like you. And I signed it too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we both ended with I love you and I like you. Yep. 
And then I, I don't know if you realize the breakdown of my references in this. Did you catch them? Several of them, yeah. Yeah. So obviously the first bit was The Office because I said it. And we're just doing inside jokes to each other in front of God and everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then later I have the Ben quote from Parks and Recreation. Oh, I realized that this whole time I was wandering around everywhere just looking for you. And then um, I go into When Harry Met Sally, which is, I love that blah, 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 yeah. that whole soliloquy at the end. And then at the end, when Except he Except I do not take forever to order a sandwich. <laughs> I know exactly what I want. <laughs> Sauce on the side. <laughs> um, and then I also end it with, and you're the last person that I want to talk to before I go to bed at night. That's a When Harry Met Sally thing. Yeah. And then um obviously the entire ending of mine is leslie's vows from parks and recreation because they're perfect and Mm -hmm. exactly on point so yep yeah so i'm so glad we had those written down in these little books yeah and here we are reading them to each other again a year later i know it's kind of perfect yeah (laughs) and i still feel the same way yeah yep and it's nice to like you said one hear them coherently and then just hear them again in general because you're like oh yeah you did include that because although Zach Burke, our videographer, did include a lot of what we said here in the video. There are parts that were not in there. So. Most of them, yeah. And he yeah. cut it together where it was really nice, where it was kind of cutting b- b- back and forth between me and Paige. Yeah. And it worked perfectly in the I video. I know. Oh my gosh. Wait, one thing that I need to say that I just remembered now was there was an ambulance going down Bay Street. Do you oh, remember that? I do. Yeah, it was during my <laughs> thing. <laughs> yes. And I was like, are you kidding me? And I think everybody else was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. He he cut around that though in the video. He did. He did really well. Yeah. yeah. You caught it a little bit, then it's like, okay, go to page. Yeah. Oh, and also, I keep for remembering these things. Um, not only did we have a gimbal that day, the whole day being ran by my two cousins, Leighton and Logan, um, but we also had um, a couple of iPhones set up because we were FaceTiming my dad's parents and um, Sam's sister, Steph, who was unable to make it because she just had a baby. Yeah. So. Yeah, That's so true. she was able to like be at the ceremony and she says that she was able to hear stuff, which is really important. I'm like, she's not just like looking at my back, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we I'm, I'm really glad of... we had a lot of support in making that happen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm glad, yeah, I'm glad those family members were able to still kind of get a sense of the day. Definitely, yeah. And Zach's awesome video, of course, really wraps things up nicely. For sure, yeah. Oh, God, his videos yeah. so funny good so anyway we um we do our vows we then go into the we sign the marriage certificate signing that's when we have that music break Mm -hmm. yeah yeah it was fun getting the certificate because it took them like two or three tries to get your last name spelled right we don't have to get into all that now but it was like it was the thing it's not that hard guys anyway we got the right papers to sign and we signed them on the day it was wonderful it was great i'm glad that we incorporated that yep and then one thing Kimmy did that I really liked, she didn't say, you may now kiss your bride. She just looked at me. And she's like, kiss, kiss her now. <laughs> yeah. I was like, deal. Yep. Yep. And that worked out really nicely. Then we processed out to Hall and Oates. Yep. And because we had gotten our pictures taken earlier, us and the rest of the wedding party went back into the room that the reception was going to be. Yeah. In. Where I came out of. Yeah. Yeah. While everyone else stayed outside for cocktail hour, they just like... First of all, they had taken our drink orders before, before. we even went out. Yeah. Because they were they had them ready for us in that room after we came back. Yeah. And then so it was just like, it's like oh. 
all of the tight knit people, like I think even my parents joined us. I think and we so. were able to have a moment of celebrating with like our core people first. Yes, which yeah. was so it was wonderful. really nice. Yeah, I'm glad we had that. Yeah, and it was just like the euphoria of being like, okay, we did our job. Now we get to party. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're so relaxed. Like it's our rap party. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It was great. Yep. And it's nice to like be able to kind of debrief. That's when Ryan was like, why did you tell me to not to lock my knees? <laughs> <You know? laughs> and that's when everybody was like, switch your rings, girl. Got to be close to your heart. Yeah. And I was just getting used to having a ring on my finger. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this feels weird. It looks awesome and I love seeing it, but it just feels kind of weird right now. Yeah. Because yeah. I don't wear jewelry of any kind. Yeah. That's the only jewelry I ever wear. Yeah. Now when you don't wear it, you're like, ah, I'm naked. <laughs> feels a little different. I yeah. mean, if I don't put it on first thing in the morning, I don't notice it. That's happened a couple of times. Yeah. Yeah. But if I put it on in the morning and then take it off, I'm like, oh, my hand feels naked. <laughs> it feels like something should be there. Yeah. So then after we had our time in that room, they then brought us out to yeah, like we were announced. announce us yeah. as everybody's still in the courtyard for cocktail hour, yeah. enjoying that upgraded bar package. Yes. And they bring us out. And it was nice because we got to like shake some hands with people and see some people. Yeah. I wish we had more time Me to do too. that. Because like five minutes after that and i said hi to like maybe four or five people yeah we got through like the first layer of crowd yeah then yeah. they said okay everyone into the dining room for dinner and i'm like oh shoot okay yeah and dinner was dope oh also another park parks and rec um reference was at dinner yeah yeah so i on a whim made a pattern out of the um was it the third floor Wherever the mural. Wild, wildflower mural was. Yeah, the wildflower, the yellow flowers. Yeah, in the field. And <clears throat> that was like Ben and Leslie's spot. They would sit on the bench in front of it and eat lunch or commiserate. Um, anyway, so I made that pattern and I got like a really gigantic poster made with Flint at Speedy Signs, who's awesome and like came through in a clutch and shout out to Flint. printed this for us. Yeah. yeah. Another thing you assigned yourself as a task. Yeah, that I didn't have to do. But that actually <laughs> wasn't a stressful one. I was like, hey, Flint, print it. And he was like, cool. <laughs> but you had to make the pattern. I did. It actually didn't take that long. Oh, okay. <laughs> it just printed out so big, I assumed it took forever. No, no. Okay. But yeah, we sat in front of that and yeah. um, we were at a big head table up at the front with our wedding party and then everyone else was at round tables scattered around. Yeah. And I, I feel like it felt pretty good. Um, the food was awesome. And everybody talked about it too. Yep. <laughs> Even my parents' vegan friends were like, food was great. <laughs> I'm like, what else could you have had besides the collard greens, though? Like, They did have options for them because like Brian is dairy free. Yeah. And yeah. And we made sure that those people were on a list and were served something different or okay. had options for them at the buffet because I forgot we were served. Everybody else had to get. Up. Yeah, we didn't, we have, didn't to have, do, have to move. We didn't have to do Jack. <laughs> uh, yeah. One nice and being at dinner was great because that's a chance for us to finally eat because I was hungry. But one nice thing you thought of is um, we got a set of glassware from Paige's grandparents couple years back because they didn't you know they didn't want to have it anymore it takes up a lot of space they had but, enough <laughs> yeah but they had gotten that glassware as a wedding present yeah. way back in the day so Paige had the foresight to grab two of the goblets from that glassware set and set them at our places mm-hmm. so we were drinking our champagne or rosé or whatever yeah. from those glasses yeah and we um recorded a video and texted that to them so yeah yeah it's like hey we're thinking of you this is your glassware here we miss you guys it was yeah nice touch yeah, and then later on, um, the next time we visited them, um, I brought them my dried bouquet as like a, hey, I know you couldn't be there the day of, but this Aww. is a piece of that day that you can have. So, Oh, that's, that's where that. it went. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I'm sure they love that. 
I know. Yeah, but the food we settled on, I think we talked about it before, but we decided, hey, it's... We're in the South. Some people are coming in from out of town. That's just like really steering into in. that. So we had fried chicken, mac and cheese, collard greens, um, another pasta dish. Uh, what else was there? Uh, biscuits with biscuits, the honey. Yes, and honey. And then Larissa made sure that I got my crab cakes. Yeah, because we had sampled them as part of the... Here's and they a, were so yeah, good. They just didn't really match the theme. Yeah, and she was like, I'll make sure he uh, he gets you some. Yep. Yeah. And, and you shared some with up. me. Yeah. And they were delicious. I feel like I did not eat a lot, though, because I was distracted because I wanted to go talk to people. (laughs) Yeah, that is one thing. Like, I wasn't thinking about going to talk to people because I was just eating. But you said, "Okay, let's get up. Oh, yeah. Good call. Let's do that. Yeah. So we tried to do the rounds as much as possible and visit with a table for a few minutes at a time. I don't think we made it. We ended up getting to one because that's when Larissa came over. Yeah, and she was, was like, like, it's time to go. One or two tables at the end. But yeah. we made sure to like find those people in yeah. the reception hall or the other room and say, hey, just wanted to talk to you. Good to yeah. see you. Thanks for coming. Yeah. And um, our dads also gave speeches and we were able to talk a little bit and thank our vendors and all of the people who made the wedding happen, including yeah. family and friends. So. Oh, while we were up there having our dinner, you had pointed to Francis again, yeah. the guy helping Larissa just with the logistics about the, he, you were like, what kind of rosé is this? It's really good. And he went back and he literally brought you back a bottle. He's like, here you go. Yeah. And so I think it was like hidden under the table. Yeah. And then also there was another bottle in our room at the end of the night from Francis that we still have that yep. we need to drink tomorrow. Of and course. cheers to Francis. That's what we've been saving it for, yes. right? <laughs> Along with that cake. Yep. <laughs> That's the other thing. Yep. After dinner and after shaking hands with people, we go into another room in the hotel. It was kind of small and I was worried if it would be big enough, but it worked out because the courtroom, or courtroom, the courtyard. <laughs> oh, we did pronounce- not elope. <laughs> no. The courtyard was open, so people were hanging there where the bar was too. But um, we go there and that's where the cupcakes were set up and a cutting cake for us. Yep. We did that. Then we had first dances. Yeah. First dances oh, were nice. Did we talk about how we picked our first dance song? Um, I'll go first. I told my mom that she could pick one and she picked You Are the Sunshine of My Life by Stevie Wonder. Yeah, I meant ours. Oh, but <laughs> ours. Yeah. But also I said, Dad, you can pick and he picked one by Edwin McCain. I forget the name of it, but it's specifically for it's, a yeah. father daughter dance. Yeah, it's it's a very Jamie song. It goes, I'll take this slow, sweet walk with you, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. And he took dance lessons and we practiced. Aww. And yeah, it was great. And then we had this whole thing where there's a part in the song where the lyrics say, like, and then I hand. And then he, he takes your hand and I leave or whatever. Yeah. And then that's when Sam would come in and like cut in and dance yeah. with me. But but here's the thing yeah. that your dad wanted to do. It was his idea and I loved it. He's like, when you come in and tap me on the shoulder to cut in and dance with Paige, you tap me on the shoulder, I turn around, I'll take your hand and then you and I will dance a little bit. <laughs> and everybody cracked up laughing. It was the biggest laugh of the night. Yeah. Our vows had nothing on that. <laughs> And there's like, I love that we got it on video with people in the background, like, ah, funny. Yeah, and lots of pictures too. Yeah, and then we got serious and broke up, and our parents came out, and we and I were dancing. Yeah, but before that, or after that, before that, before, before that, you and I had our first dance. Yes. And, and a few months before, I don't know when it came out, but we went to go see the movie Rocket Man about Elton John. Great movie. Great movie. And, um, there's one part in the movie, I don't want to spoil it, it's not like anything serious, but at one point in time, you assume they're going to write your song. <laughs> and the way that Elton wrote was this guy, Bernie, his friend, who is also a lyricist, 
would um, come up with the words and then Elton would put it to music and create the song. So and at, and at this point of the movie, like they had moved back in with Elton's mom because yeah. they were down on their luck and like. So everyone's kind of in this house together. They're yeah. all doing the mundane daily things that you're doing in life, washing dishes, shaving and all that kind of stuff. But Elton's at the piano and he starts playing. And then he's, he, he's looking at the lyrics. He's like just figuring out like, oh, yeah, this, this should be a G. And da, 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 da. OK. And then he kind of gets into something that you realizes your song and then he starts singing bernie's lyrics and everybody in the house kind of pauses stops what they're doing and goes into the room where elton is and just kind of like listens and they're like wow this is this is it like this is the song and of course at that moment in time in the theater i'm sobbing my brains out (laughs) and i just grab sam and i look at him i'm like can this be our first dance (laughs) I was like, hell yeah, because I love Elton John. Yeah, he's like my one person. If I had to listen to one band or artist the rest of my life, it would be Elton John for mm, sure. That's a good one. Yeah. And then I forgot to mention this during the sad times, but when I finally came out of the bathroom during my anxiety <laughs> spiral, you told Google to play that and we kind of had a little dance. Oh, yeah. yeah. That is that is one thing that came to mind for yeah. me in that moment. Yeah. I figured if I can just remind you of what we're doing all this for. Yeah. It was really sweet. <laughs> yeah. The light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so we had our dance. I did get a mosh during that. Oh, me too. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Because it's a beautiful song. It and is. It's, it's, you know, it's kind of cheesy, but like it really summarized a lot of how I was feeling. Yeah. It was Thanks, Bernie. Yeah. Thank you, Bernie. Thank you, Elton. Yeah. Shout out Bernie and Elton. <laughs> yeah. Close personal friends. Yeah, sure. Um, I wish. Yeah. Anyways, um, so I guess we did that then. Our, when our parents were dancing during my the end of my dad's song, they also switched partners and my dad was dancing with his mom and his mom was dancing with my dad. And um, so that was really nice. And we had a big group hug at the end and it was, it was sweet. good for pictures. Yeah, it was. <laughs> we were hoping at first that like when our parents came in and like we, all of us were out there, then more couples would join in. They ended up not doing that, but that was okay. Because yeah, okay looking back, that. it was nice for us as a family to kind of have that moment. Like, hey. Yeah. We're one family now. Yep. This is cool. Yeah. So then, and then I think it that, went like right into Lizzo or something awesome. And then. No, it was um like September or whatever by Earth, Wind and Fire. Was it? It was some song that we had specifically picked because it's like. The I old, don't think it was September. It was some older song. It's like, okay, the old people are going to like it. The young people can groove to it. Like everybody can get involved. And then later mm. in the night, we'll get the Lizzo going. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. But yeah, the music was great. Yeah, um, it was awesome. And we decided to do a photo booth. Yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, that was something that the we talked about it before, but it ended up working out great. Yeah, it ended up being discounted because we went to the Georgia Bridal Show, and if you went there and you said that the special code or whatever, then they yeah. would discount you. Well, it yeah. was done through our DJ company. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So in addition to that, making it super convenient, we yeah. got a discount. Because, you know, there are the people who are always going to be dancing. There are the people who are going to be hanging out by the bar. There are going to be the people who are just talking and then... Photo booth is an extra thing that they could do. Yeah. Every reception I've been to that had one, it's always it's been, been a, a success. It's been a hit. And we had a book where people could go and like paste their copies of their photos. Yeah. And then we got all the digital ones. So we were able to like go through them afterwards. Yeah. I say that was probably one of my favorite things about the wedding is going in afterwards and seeing what other people were doing. Yeah. That was the best. Like, oh my God, Uncle Bill's talking to my, Tom. From yeah. Birmingham. <laughs> like, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, just normal wedding things that you don't really think about or appreciate it until it's your own. Yeah. The rest of the reception was awesome. Like, yeah. So much dancing went really hard. It was nice that the, outside it was really cool. 
Yeah. Because like it got really hot in that little room. I could go out and like. And they had the doors open. That was nice. Yeah. I could like cool off a little bit. The yeah. bar was out there. They made the area feel bigger too. Yeah. 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 And um, we had a blast. Yeah. The only. Uh, the come one, on Eileen was great. We got mm-hmm. the kicks going for that. One of the only song requests that I had is like, because he always asked like, what do you want the first song to be? What do you want the last song to be? I'm like, last song. I'm tired of hearing bye, bye, bye. <laughs> I'm tired of hearing closing time. Like I want something like upbeat yeah it has to be upbeat doesn't have to be like a goodbye song so i knew right away i'm like i want don't stop me now by queen that Mm -hmm. is the last song i want to play page can i have this call yes (laughs) and that is exactly what you said and we also said like towards the end of the night maybe like second to last song we want it to be billy joel piano man because that's always a good everybody get in a circle and sway moment a sing-along song yeah yeah so that was awesome too yeah yeah it worked out great again james thank you for being an awesome dj yeah. Also, I wanted to mention another thing. Um, I, for my dress, I had like this ribbon belt that w- had like wire on it with um, rhinestones and pearls. And um, that matched a head or like uh, bobby pins, which matched a bracelet, which matched my earrings. And um, I didn't want all of that fanciness like tugging on my dress or getting caught in my hair or anything. So I had like backup plans for a more chill reception look that didn't mm. involve changing a dress. So I took off the belt. I took out the earrings. I put earrings in that Steph actually got me for Christmas. So it's like she was there. Aww. And then um, I put on a white jean jacket that I had embroidered from Bahama Joe's. Thank you, Ross. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I wanted it. Uh, I wanted the jacket to be to be worn other than just one night. So I didn't want to do like Mrs. or just married or something like that on the back. So instead I had, had it embroidered with today is a great day, which is perfect. And very you. Yeah. And we also had them put on koozies. Thank you, Mason from Performa. So (laughs) all of my um, (laughs) merch connections connections (laughs) from work really pulled through and helped me out for wedding stuff. So I appreciate that. Um, anyway, so I just wanted to mention that too. And then, we wanted to have Wendy come earlier in the day. So that meant she left before the wedding was actually over. So one thing that she mentioned, she was like, okay, well, if you don't want an an exit, do you want to do any sort of like night thing? She was like, we could still get sparklers and go have like a fun, like, um, Oh yeah. Yeah. Open shutter moment. And that's what we ended up doing. Cause we figured an exit moment wouldn't matter. Cause like we're at the hotel we're staying at and it's like, I don't want to like leave you people. I want to stay. And we're also like going to go hang out with people after. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We don't want to do a fake, like I'm going to get in a car and just do a circle and come back. So we did some fun long exposure shots out in the, in the square outside the hotel with some friends. Yeah, and so we fun. had um, her open up the shutter, and then everybody ran around us, like, shaking their um, sparklers, and I think Kylie stepped in dog poop. and <laughs> Yeah, some dipshit didn't pick up the shit. Yeah, and then we got one where it pick was just one pets, person, people. I think it was also Kylie, who just went around in, a, like, a slow circle, and that one turned out so cool. Yeah, well, you and I are holding very still. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the reception ended. It was great. We um, went to, after the mm-hmm. ceremony was over, after the reception was over, I still had a lot of energy. So I was like, I, you know, I want to see where people are going and maybe hang out with them for a little bit. And um, we decided to go to this really chill little pub close to where my parents were staying at an Airbnb, 1790, the bar there. Mm-hmm. 
It's like a little tavern. A little cozy tavern. It's like the only cozy, non-divey tavern in Savannah. Yeah, that's clean. Yeah, it's clean, yeah. (laughs) But we went there for like just a few minutes and then we were getting kind of tired. So we went back. Aaron and Liz and your dad and your sister and Ryan and... Kevin, I think. Yeah, yeah. And we were lucky enough to get this like little room off to the side of the bar so all of us could hear each other and see yeah. each other. They might have been trying to close it down because it was near the end of the night, but like you walk in in a wedding dress and yeah. they're like, go ahead. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it was nice. Yeah. But yeah, then after that, like that's when the tired hit me. Yeah, Because the adrenaline sure. wore off. So I'm like, okay, back to the hotel. Yeah, slept well that night. Yeah, and slept then hard. Yeah, and then the party continued the next morning because... um we ended up doing a brunch for close family and friends. So like parents, friends, family, wedding party. We all got to kind of see each other before every, everyone kind of pieced out, went back to their respective yeah. homes. Bacon, and eggs, sausage, orange juice, yeah, it was mimosas, perfect. that kind of thing. Yeah. It was lovely. It was. Glad we did that. Me too. I didn't know at like day after brunches was a wedding thing at all. Yeah. I remember but- when Emma and Connor were on, Connor was like, don't do a brunch the day after. And I was like, oh, okay, but we're doing it. <laughs> I'm like, I want, you're not coming between me and bacon and eggs. I know. That ain't happening. Yep. The there best was, kind of food. Yep. Worked out great. So that was, after that, it was kind of weird, like seeing the dust settle and thinking like, I'm married now. Yeah. In one way, it feels a little different, but in another way, it just feels the same. And by that, I mean, it just, everything just feels right. Like, yeah, this was the obvious and natural conclusion Yep. To our dating journey. Like there was never a doubt in my mind that was where it was going to end. For sure. For sure. Um, Not to say anything ended. It's like, you know, new chapter. Yeah, for sure. And one thing that I think I was talking to Kimmy about recently when I was babysitting her little boy who she has now and is outside of her stomach um, was if I could change anything big picture, I would have said, let's get married a lot sooner than I did. Yeah. Because not only was it a long time coming, but if we had done it even a year earlier, a lot of our friends who had had very young children who maybe they didn't want to leave, they had to go pump, they had to like, you know, not drink or not enjoy themselves maybe as much if they were childless at the time. Yeah. Um, But you know what? I, I don't have any regrets, but that would have been nice to have them stay out longer or be able to enjoy themselves fully. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah, I get that. And I I agree. You know, I would have, you know, obviously you knew where I was standing. I was like, yo, I'm I know. I'm ready to go whenever you are. Let's do, you know, but it worked out fine. (laughs) It did. And it was wonderful. And it was the perfect day. Yeah, it really was. Like people, I, I don't want to say like, oh, it has to be a perfect day. Nothing can ever happen or go wrong. But nothing really went wrong yeah. for us. And that's the thing. Like I kept telling myself like things are, some things might yeah. not go according to plan. We and like for that. if it's not a perfect day, that's fine. You know, yeah. like just keep telling yourself that. But after everything was said and done and everything went, I look back and I'm like, shit, that really was a perfect day. Yeah. Everything was perfect. Yep. I wouldn't change a thing. Yeah. Maybe the big picture stuff like you talked about, but like, right. I had the best time. The best people were there. Even those who couldn't make it. Like yeah, they were, they were the, still a part they were, of it. They were with us in spirit. Yeah. And it, you know, I was so happy. Me too. So yeah. all the planning we did totally and, worked out. And probably subconsciously, my brain was probably like, thank God, you need a break. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Because <laughs> I remember the day after. Oh, first of all, it was Kind of like the weather we're having currently, a little bit rainy yeah. the week of. Yeah. And the day of, it, this 
you know, the sky was clear. The sun was shining. We had perfect pictures. It was perfect weather. It wasn't too hot, too. too cold. It was amazing. The next day, the next it day, was rain. And cold. And cold. Yeah. yeah. The day before, rain. Yep. It was... It was uh, whoever's up in the sky saying, Paige, I know life is beating the shit out of you right now. Let's give you something. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, the day after, it was still lovely, like walking around with our parents and Grace and Kevin, like just around Savannah. We went to um, a cute little new at the time cafe called Mirabelle. We got waffles. And yeah. It was nice to just kind of hang with those people who were still there for a little while longer while yeah. they could. I had a few days with like Ryan and Todd. And yeah. unfortunately, Ross had to leave the night of the wedding. Cause I know. He had to work the next day. Yeah. He only, he's only allowed like one or two Sundays off a year because he works at a church. And like it was February. He didn't yeah. want to. He needed, he knew he needed at least one for another thing later. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, it's fine. As long as you're there for me at the ceremony. Oh yeah. And if you want to enjoy yourself it a little bit. It didn't feel like he was absent. No, you know? not at all. He was very present yeah. and he had to leave. That's totally cool. Yeah. But you know, I got to spend a little time with Ryan and Todd and. Yeah. You did your cigar thing. Yep. And then I went to my parents' awesome Airbnb and hung out with their friends, watched the gimbal stuff, which was awesome. <laughs> that was good footage. Yeah. I got to kind of like re- live that day and yeah. see things from a different pers- perspective which i said earlier was yeah. amazing and, and zach, i highly recommend and zach turned around our wedding video oh very gosh. quickly yeah like a week yeah and then a week after that he sent me all the dailies oh my god I'm like, dang dude i mean thank you what a treasure yeah everyone he, go hire zach right now because he is ardley park productions yes yeah what's great is like he had started doing weddings like a year or so before that but like i could see his style changing over that time and he improved mm-hmm. with every video he made by the time he got to us like he he was a pro i mean he was a pro to start but like there were certain elements that he changed he in really finessed style. it he really finessed yeah. it and perfectly captured the essence of the day like it, i know i watched that video and i feel the same way i felt during all those things yeah also there's a song in it called photograph not the nickelback one and it makes me cry so hard every time i hear it yeah <laughs> Are you going to pull it up? Um, I'm trying to. Oh. I don't know if it's called Photograph. Really? Yeah, what's the artist's name? Anyway, I'll, I'll look it up later. It's not important. Anyway, great stuff. Good photos, good video. Yeah, he had the some d- Michael Blue- Buble in there. It, like, he captured it all perfectly. And he didn't do it chronologically, which it I didn't around. even think about. Yeah, it jumped around, but it all made narrative sense putting Definitely. it together. So, yeah, it was great. So all that together, like all the vendors we got, all the media people we hired, all the things that went into the day, it all just ended up absolutely perfect. Yeah, it that's was not worth say, the journey. Yeah, that's not to say if it hadn't been perfect, I'd be disappointed in any way. I'd have been happy no matter what. Mm-hmm. But after all the planning we did and doing this podcast and all the stress that went into the later parts, like having it all work out as well as it did was so nice. It and was. It was a nice way to put a cap on it. Yeah, it was one big culmination of everything that we had been doing yeah you know what else was perfect about when we got married mm-hmm. one or two weeks after that oh my god COVID-19 and it was being talked about at this point yeah. and I was for my job working with vendor some vendors in China and hearing about it in November December and it was scary back then yeah hearing about it, it wasn't quite spread in the U.S. yet but like no a couple weeks after that is when the first cases started getting reported here and they started locking stuff down. So yeah. like, had we waited any amount of time mm-hmm. or pushed our date back even a week, 
It would have been really, really tough. It would have been tough and fewer people probably could have come. Yeah. So a lot of people have said since then, like, Sam Page, your wedding was like the last big party we had before lockdown happened. It was the last time we saw a group of people. Yeah, honestly. Or a a large group of people. Yeah. So. And now you think about that and you're like, don't touch me. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I, I think about that and I'm like, oh, I missed that. I do, but like even when I'm watching TV and movies from 10, 20 years ago, when I whenever I see a large group of people, I'm like, everybody's eating each other's spit. <laughs> We've been doing that for millennia. I know. know, but you don't think about it until there's a pan- pandemic that spread by droplets. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. yeah. So that being said, the honeymoon that we had planned was for June in Canada, and... The borders had been closed and we were obviously not making that trip. Yeah. So we still haven't done a honeymoon. Yeah. But it was very nice because everything was refunded. I hadn't bought besides like lodging, um, train tickets to and from Quebec City and Montreal and then flights. And then, yeah, it was an Airbnb, an actual hotel. Yeah. It's the only time we've ever been just straight up refunded. Yeah. From from Delta. Yeah. They're like, okay, we get it. No, no, no. (laughs) Delta's the only one who didn't refund us. We have a credit. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. But everywhere else, it was completely refunded. I think the longest one took the Canadian railway people, but understood. Smaller office, probably. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But so it was very easy to cancel. But also, I really want to do that trip one day. Yeah. And we will. It's just a matter of time. We're still waiting. So that kind of ties into like, now that we've talked about the wedding, like, I guess there isn't a ton to reflect on for the first year of marriage now that we're here a year into it. Well, it's been... It's been good. You know, I'm glad we're married. I'm glad, yeah. glad we got that in when we did. But like... I'm finally used to saying my husband now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I'm still... I'm used to saying my wife now. Yeah. It took a while. Yeah. I'm used to wearing a wedding ring. Yeah. But it, But um, other than that, it feels like everyday life yeah. from before then. If anything, Maybe been... more committed and I feel more secure. Not like I ever felt insecure, but it's just like... That's what I was going to... The gonna... law. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I'm talking. <laughs> I was gonna, that's what I was going to say. It's like, if anything, like they say like, oh, you're going to spend so much time with these people during lockdown. You're going to get so sick of each other. Like we've been locked down together. Like we've, there's only been like a couple stretches where like you went to visit family where we haven't been together mm-hmm. and I'm still crazy about you. So Same. Like, I'm, it's, if anything, it's been very reassuring. So definitely we can make it through a, like a once in a century pandemic where we're locked down together and still like each like other, each other. <laughs> not just love each other, and but like each, each other. Yeah. Yeah. That bodes well for the next, you know, fingers crossed, 60 years. Oh my gosh. I'm thinking optimistically. Very optimistically. Yeah. It's, let's be real. It's not going to be, <laughs> I'm not going to make 60 more years. Oh, I don't say that. <laughs> Look, <laughs> for as long as we can. Yeah. Long yeah. as we can. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Another nice thing about this journey has been not just these recordings, but having them yeah. to look back on even now, one year out or later on, five years out, 10 years out. It's going to be really nice to you know, remember all those little things that mm-hmm. went into it in more fine detail. Yeah. Now I can tell myself everything that we've been telling our guests when we come on to interview them. Like you're going to hopefully listen to this podcast and you know, 10, 15, 50 years and remember all those things that maybe you forgot about or hear your young voices and remember how much you were in love then and now and how much, you know, yeah, it's life. <laughs> yeah. So with that said, that's it. Yeah. We're done. Ah, 
maybe we can fill you in in a year once we were all vaccinated and we can finally take our Canadian honeymoon and maybe <laughs> yeah but for now that that's really it the the we set out to make this podcast for what we just described and wrapping it up took a little longer than we expected but yeah. it it's nice to have this amount of experience to look back on and use that to tie the bow for sure so yeah. thank you everyone who's been following along with us and has been patient with us as we got this wrapped up and yeah. I know we said it during this recording but everybody who was there to support us to offer us advice to lend a hand and just be there for us and be a to part make of our sandwiches lives or put fabric in trees yeah. <laughs> and to just be a part of our lives along the way like thank you thank you thank you so much yeah you I, make us who we are yeah I, I couldn't even try to list any of them but you know who you are if you're mm -hmm. listening is there anything else Paige? I think you said it all yeah yeah just thank you for listening and I love you I'm looking at Sam but hey I love y'all too <laughs> <laughs> yep and thanks for coming on this journey with us yep we'll see you when we see you guys yeah peace out bye <laughs>